I mean, no, but yes. <laughs> well, it's too late because we're there. Hello. Ah, shit. Awesome. Hi. Hi, everybody. Howdy. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to uh, this uh, new episode of uh, DMs After Dark. Um, today, we are going to be doing something a little special. So, as you know, it is October, spooky month, and we are trying to feature um, themes that kind of uh, replicate some of the horror, you know, trick or treat, mischief, that kind of stuff that is uh, associated with kind of Halloween. So today we're going to be playing a game called The Ward. And The Ward is more or less like a medical drama. So think like Grey's Anatomy, House, uh, these kind of shows. Um, we're going to try to add a little bit of a spooky flair, but I anticipate it's going to get a little goofy too. Um, the other thing that's special about this particular stream is October is, um, uh, National First Responders Month. So, um, as myself, as a first responder, as a firefighter and, uh, newly paramedic. Hey. Shout out <laughs> to me. Pat on my back. Congratulations, um, bro. Huh? Yes. Thank you. Um, so, you know, as somebody who is, is a first responder, works with many other people that are first responders, um, you know, it's, I know firsthand that it's a very important job, can be a very tough job, um, but it's also incredibly rewarding. So did we want to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to anyone that we know that is a first responder or or kind of broader picture works in the, I guess we can uh, also encompass like medical field. Obviously, those are first responders as well. Yeah, I, she, I don't think she's ever going to see this, but hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> so my mom is a children's nurse uh, and she works spe uh, specifically in the oncology ward. So she deals with a lot of really tough stuff. Um, she has been a children's nurse for, I want to say, 20 years now or around there. Uh, so she has the stomach to do things I would never fucking dream of. <laughs> um, and especially over the past couple of years, like she's gone through some shit. Like, I mean, all first responders and medical professionals have gone through some shit over the past two years. So like, big love to my mom, but also yeah, big uh, love to all the yeah. others. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anyone, Jess? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, I don't have anyone who's actually a first responder other than Toy. Uh, I think in my in my direct life that I'm close to, but uh, one of my best friends, Sandy, she is a NICU nurse. Wow, um, she's been doing that for a NICU nurse. Man, yeah. we got peds and NICU. That is yeah. that is Probably wild. For what like ten plus years now? Yeah, wow. and uh, that's been Dang. that's been pretty awesome and tough. Uh, I have uh, a, a friend, good friend of mine, uh, Laura, uh, who is a uh, actually works in like the brain injury and like brain cancer ward, which is like, I don't know how she does it, but uh, yeah, shout out to her for being able to do that. And, uh, and her and her partner, Andre have a baby. So congratulations mm. on that too. Not that they'll ever see this, but bebe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Bebe, so congratulations on that. And uh, she's the person who told me that a skull like pops almost like a, um, it actually pops when you drill into it. It makes like a popping noise. I was so, like, why yeah. are you doing this motion? It's just like, <laughs> it pops. It like <laughs> drives into the skull. Yeah. Who's, who's mind in the gutter There's now, the first Jess? I didn't yeah. say really, anything. Seriously. I just said, why are you doing this It's just like, you know, because you drill in back here and she says it pops. I can't remember what she said it sounded like, but it was, it grossed gotcha. me out pretty bad. And that's me. Ray and stuff. Oh, uh, Ray and stuff's aunt is also a nurse. So oh, there we hey, go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. 
Yeah, awesome. And then I guess I'll just kind of give a generic shout out to all the, you know, all the folks that I work with, um, as well as, you know, um, the dispatchers, the police officers, all that stuff that I've worked with previously. Just, you know, everybody give give your first responder friends and family some some extra love this month. Reach out to them, you know, maybe catch up with them, talk to them, all that good stuff. So just keep tabs on those you love, kind of. Uh, so um, Rainy's mom is a nurse. Yeah, that's actually yeah, Ray that's and right. Stuff's aunt because Ray and oh, Stuff. Okay. <laughs> 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 right. I didn't know. Sarah, was like, oh, Sarah, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you oh, sassy fucks. It. Listen, I did not know. I did not know that either. I did not know that Ray and stuff was rainy as either. I did, oh, but it was no, only no, no. yeah. No I'm calling chat the sassy little fucks. Oh. They need so, to know. <laughs> so we uh, we have a little bit of an idea of kind of our characters. I'll give a, a quick overview of the game. Um, so. The Ward is a uh, pretty straightforward RPG. The The actual PDF is 49 pages, but the pages are very, very short read. So, I mean, I read the whole thing in probably 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an it pretty thoroughly. So it's a quick yeah. Ashcam, yep, is the yeah. one that does it. Very easy. Um, Magpie Games Ashcam. So it's an incomplete game, uh, more, or, more or less, or just a, you know, a concept. They didn't develop into a full 200-page system, but it's certainly enough to play. Uh, and it is powered by right. the apocalypse, just like everything else yep. that we play quite often. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we seem we to play powered by the we apocalypse do. a lot. Yes, we do, but we it's do. a great system. It is. It's no, I'm not, I'm, super that's, good not, system. that's not a complaint. That's just a statement. Yeah, so realistically, the only thing that you would need to play this is the playbook that they have. Uh, dice, paper, pencils, other tools that you want if you're one of those note takers for the group or anything like that. And uh, at least two six-sided dice. Um, that's it. And then, of course, getting everybody's schedules to mesh up, which is usually the hardest that's part. That's the hardest part. And that's why we don't have two of us tonight. But, uh, you know. Yes. yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Be better. Both of you both dealing with different stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> Feel better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so um, that's that's all you really need to play. Um, this game focuses on, again, it's a medical drama. So it's supposed to focus on kind of um, tension and interaction between the players. And um, every every character, every player has kind of a set of moves, basically, that they can use. Um, so think of moves kind of similar to like abilities. Um, there are they break up the moves into um kind of like common moves which everyone will more than likely use um and then there's kind of moves that are more um so the basic moves and then the other ones are let's see sorry Is it auxiliary auxiliary some, moves that's right there's some so very, auxiliary. very interesting moves in there troy yeah yeah let's go over it so like some <laughs> of the basic some of the basic moves for example would include like um, feign competence. So you're in a medical field, you know, maybe you're maybe you're a nurse or something like that, and you have this critical patient come in, and you this is above your pay grade, this is above your scope of practice, but you're gonna pretend you know what you're doing. You're gonna fake it till you make it. You're gonna make a role for that, right? And if you succeed, people people are like, oh shit, this person knows what they're doing. And if you fail, bad shit could happen. And I determine what that is, because again, powered by the apocalypse. There's also a in the middle, which is called a weak hit, which is um, it's kind of like a partial success, but there's complications. Um, one of the probably my favorite auxiliary move. So it says these are moves that come in play only in specific situations or perhaps not at all. Um, we've got blow off steam, which is the way that your character reduces their stress 
Obviously, medical uh, professions can be stressful, working in a hospital, working around, you know, death and injuries and traumas and stuff. And also just the cattiness and the and the just viciousness that can exist in a hospital setting. Um, blow off steam, right? Maybe your character likes to go out after work and have a few too many beers. Or maybe they're, maybe they're a compulsive gambler. I mean, there's all kinds of different things. Uh, another auxiliary move is sleep with someone. Go figure. What medical drama have you ever seen that hasn't included banging? So, <laughs> so this is... This is perfect. It's just, I feel like they did a really good job. The The PDF, the game seems very well organized. And it's also really simple and straightforward. So, I don't know. I like that. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I like, uh, uh, you know, the PBTA games a lot because uh, specifically, I, I'm really enjoying the Ash Cans because it's it's short. It's like 50 pages. It's something you can pick up and you can play right away. Uh, once you know the Powered by Apocalypse is the thing I really like about it is once you know how to play it, you know, honestly, I did not spend a whole lot of time looking at this other than thinking about my character because I'm like, all right, I know there's going to be moves. I know I know how it's going to work. Right? right. So I just really need to make a character and not have to worry about, like, you know, building the best character or or coming up with, uh, you know, obscure rules that I might not understand. I can just be like, OK, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to be rolling 2d6. And yeah, there you go. I also like it because the powered by the apocalypse, the DM doesn't have to roll anything. Everything that happens yeah. is determined based off of the player's rolls. Super great. Cause I left my dice downstairs. So <laughs> I'm prepared. It's fine. I also really like games where like a lot is set up within the character sheet. Itself. Yes. Like, like that's, yes. that's really nice. So yeah. uh, I really like that. Too. One of the things I really like, which I didn't actually, uh, print one out but the character sheets for the for the different playbooks it is like a medical intake oh, nice. form which was like which is such a great detail yeah, yeah. yes I yes think it is in the rules too it says like it recommends that you like have a clipboard and you like hold your yes yeah you yeah yeah like, that's great so good so Gets good you in the medical mindset yeah i agree or depending what uh what facet of the medical field you work in right if you're an emt or a paramedic or something a sweaty ass notepad in your pocket that works too <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. notepad of hipaa violations right here <laughs> oh god um sarah what do you what do you think anything to add to that um no i i like that it um so there are only four playbooks right um, and within those, there are four kind of main tags, uh, but the, the playbooks are extremely vague and can yeah. be customized to a lot of different characters. Like, yeah. I, I know we're going to get into this, but literally the playbooks are intern, nurse, resident, and specialist. Yeah. They're very, very vague. And so you can take it into a lot of different characters and a lot of different settings. Like the one, you know, that we've talked about that we're going to do going to be totally different from what other people could mm -hmm. do but it all right. fits really well. It's very thematic, I think is what I'm going for. Yeah. And, and I, I would even, I would go kind of one step further with that. Um, I understand that this isn't a fully completed game yet, but maybe when it is fully completed, we could even anticipate more playbooks. I could very easily see how this could include a receptionist, security. Actually, uh, yeah, Lynn, Lynn Frono had a question, actually, it, it, which I think Sarah just... Just answered. Never <laughs> yeah. mind. Uh, which was, can you be like an X-ray tech? Which I think, yeah, that would be like a specialist. Like just like you said, you just yeah, you just make um, it a sort of specialist because you have the theaters that you choose from of the things that you're good at, so you could just choose that as a theater. One of the uh, character concepts right. that I didn't end up choosing, but that I had considered 
was uh, a phlebotomist, so someone that specializes in taking blood and all that, even though right. they wouldn't be a, a doctor or a nurse, they'd be a specialist because that's their area of expertise. That's what they do. Yep. Lab mm -hmm. techs. You could be a freaking flight medic. Like there's so many things. In, you could be a janitor. Like there's so many things in a hospital that a hospital is like a tiny community that functions completely self-sufficiently. And, and if you were doing a longer, more drawn out game, you could certainly incorporate some of those other roles, you know, because like, you know, food worker, someone that works in, if your hospital has a big giant food area, I mean, easily incorporate any of those. I mean, so. you would still have a food worker anyways, because you have to feed all of the patients. And yeah. Food yeah. Food and yeah. So you right. also, you would have like, you know, um, dietitian and things like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So I really like that too. Um, one of the other things that's pretty cool about this game is it kind of like any role playing game, it is what you make of it, but this also gives you kind of, um, some recommendations and under the hearts and minds section, uh, it says, sorry, masters of ceremony, which is basically like the, the game masters section. Some of the principles that it outlines are really, really cool. It talks about like walk the tightrope between life and death. Address yourselves to the characters, not the players, right? Get in character. Um, worsen anything left untreated. I love that. Like, there could be a shitstorm going on in the hospital. And realistically, you can only do so much. So, like, we're going to have to triage and determine what requires my attention. And everything else might go to shit. Here we are. Like, so I just think that that's, that's really cool. Um, be a fan of the player's characters, ask provocative questions, challenge the character's humanity, you know, show that everyone's addicted to something like these are all so good. The principles are top notch. So nice. I'm done gloating about that. Um, shall we go ahead and get into our characters a little bit before yeah, we start playing? Absolutely. I think because some of the some of the creation, I know we all have rough ideas, but I don't think we've all I, I know I haven't chose everything. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Character creation is very, is very straightforward in this. It's super easy. Like they said, the character sheet is like a little note card that's in like a medical yeah. um, document format. You pick your playbook, which is, uh, as we went over, nurse, intern, resident, uh, or specialist. Um, once you pick your playbook, that gives you access to um, certain special abilities, I guess, is the best special moves, maybe. Yeah, yeah special moves, um, I guess, would be. And then every character, and then every character also um, has stats, and the stats basically influence um, your your aptitude or you know lack thereof uh, to do certain moves. So the main stats are brains, guts, hearts, and nerve. And then within that, you also have reputation, which everybody starts with a plus one. It's basically your status, notoriety, etc. And you also have connection, which um, is basically representative of how well you know or get along with other um, player characters or NPCs. So, um, so yeah, uh, who wants to who wants to start us off? Also, real quick before I guess before we start, um, stress is another really big mechanic in this RPG, and stress functions like a pseudo HP system. So as your character encounters various stressors, some are more stressful than others, you suffer um, stress points and you have like a little, um, I guess, track to keep track of it. And as you progress and get accumulate more and more stress points, your character starts behaving differently. They start showing the wear and tear, um, you know, things become more intense. 
And then eventually, um, if you get too much stress, your character is like, I'm done, right? They leave, they're done in the medical field, whatever. So uh, I, I think that that's a cool mechanic too. So if you don't want to get super stressed, um, sleep with someone because hmm. that stress. <laughs> or blow off some steam, which could be the same thing. Could be. Yeah, if I remember correctly, <laughs> sleep with someone is someone you have a relationship with. Blow off steam is just blowing off steam. Banging one right. out. Yeah, yeah gotcha. banging yeah. one out. Yeah. Which could be the same thing if the person's name Jess. Could like, be the we're same thing. But all of a sudden, all of us are seeing because Jess is normally like the, the like the good one. And all of a sudden right. she's, like, she's like, Yeah, but you're not. Not no, you're not tonight. Listen. No. I was smelling in place. You're challenging Sleep with someone else. Else. Yeah. You're channeling Sleep. you're channeling something. Yeah, Amber, because she's not yep. here. Yeah. Yep. Sleep we, with someone and blow off steam could be the same move if the person's name is Steam. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> notice that we are half and half. Yes, we are. Oh, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. It's, I don't, this I also, is the most even it's been normally. I don't think we've ever played with this lineup. No, this is, no. 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 this is a first. This is a first. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Because yeah. the, the other time we did four was pine island was, and that oh, no, was also, oh yeah yeah that was and jess wasn't here it was rainy minus yeah. jess plus rainy right yep. yeah and yep. then the other the other four we had was jess rainy sarah and i for christmas for the yep, christmas was, one shot yeah. yeah yeah dude which is so good christmas <laughs> is coming up i'm gonna give a shout out to that that was one of my favorite streams we've done it was fucking hysterical yeah, so, so, so if you've become a fan Ridiculous. of me like reciting or spouting out things like bible quotes or, or affirmations it started uh, with twice canadian references there you go in the name of universal healthcare <laughs> one of the, i think the greatest line i've ever come up with ever in any so way that, was the, so that was the first one you did in that game yeah. and it fucked me up for like five minutes <laughs> It was awesome. And Jess was running it too, which made everything funnier because Jess just didn't know how I to I didn't know what to it. do. I was like, what do I do after Christian says these things? Yeah. Sorry, Jess. Okay. Right. Um, who, wants, who wants to start us off with an introduction to your character? We'll do character introductions, and then I will give a brief overview of the setting, and then we're going to go right into it. So, um, Sure, I can go first. I don't yeah, really have ahead. too much for mine. Um, I am Dr. Janice Hollow. I am a brand new intern uh, at this hospital. Um, I'm hoping to specialize in orthopedics, but uh, right now I am brand new. Um, I don't know, Troy, we can talk about like, I don't know how far into my internship I am, but. Yeah, that's up to, if, you, if you're an intern, you're probably in your first year of residency. Yeah, right. But I don't know if I'm like brand new, brand new, like this is my first. Oh yeah, month. like how far into your first yeah. year? Totally up to you. And it's also up to you, the doctor you want to work under. There are three doctors that are going to be at this hospital on a regular basis. One is going to be Christian's character. Uh, one of them will be Dr. Stromberg. And the third one is not going to be in this session whatsoever. So you could also have the doctor that you work under not be working be today. Gotcha. No, it's fine. I like the idea of maybe working under Christian. He is cool. Oh, boy. Um, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, that's totally, <laughs> totally cool with that. Brand new intern. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wear glasses. I'm like 20 something. Uh, I'm recently widowed. Uh, so I did lose my husband. Ooh, and drama. Fuck yes. Total drama. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. But we met from our, uh, we from my addiction. 
uh, my addiction is I'm addicted to food eating competition. So <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. God. Yeah. Participating or observing? Both. So I, I I participate. I'm like a heavy participator, but I also like train. I watch them. So like figure out strategy, all of that stuff. That's awesome. Oh my God. That is amazing. Yeah. I you're probably really good at helping patients that are that have like shit stuck in their throat like food, <laughs> like food stuck in their throat <laughs> i hope we'll you have see, saved I'm brand more new. people with the heimlich maneuver than anyone else <laughs> i'm brand new and for my specialties i chose overconfident and book smart so that's what i have so far god damn jess that's gonna be an interesting character for you to play someone who's overconfident and okay. book smart fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll see how it goes i love it yeah who's next uh, I'll go. Uh, so I am playing Dr. Maggie Campbell. Uh, she's a resident. Uh, she's been here for a couple years. Um, the the tag I chose for her is young. So she's in her early 30s. Um, she's pretty, pretty short, uh, pretty unassuming, uh, which makes it easier for her because she works in pediatrics. Uh, and as something I've learned in my real life, uh, kids trust short people better than they trust tall people. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so true. So true. Most oh. notably, uh, Joe's niece growing up liked me quicker than she liked him because I was yeah, short and unassuming closer. and Joe is six foot five. Uh, so she was go. scared of him for a while, but <laughs> liked me first. I mean... Uh, I will just say, I, I feel like if they're really tall, they pick you up and you're like so high off the ground. It's terrifying. He, right. he wouldn't even pick her up. He would try and get down to her level. She was like, no, nah, done. Yep. Now yep. she loves him, but Aww. like it was I'm very funny for a hot minute. Um, I love it. Yeah, so her specialty is pediatrics. Um, her The moves I picked for her are winning bedside manner. So she gets a plus one to heart. Uh, and then white coat. So it's like even if you fudge a uh, feign competence role, your patients still trust you. Oh, okay. She like, like doesn't that. she doesn't scare the kids. Yeah, I was like, that's important. Play with my stethoscope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love and I it. decided her addiction is uh, online shooter games. So she plays like Valorant, Call of Duty, nice. Fortnite. Nice, nice, nice. And so I she's at home late, late night, like swearing up a storm at twelve year old. <laughs> so as a as a resident, Van, uh, I will say uh, the hospital that that we're playing at. Um, you are even though you're a resident, you're afforded a little bit more um, kind of leeway and responsibility because they don't have a pediatrics section in this hospital. So by default, that means basically everybody here hates when kids go there. So they just kind of pass them to you. They're yeah. like, oh my God, the pediatrician's here. Yep. You do the IVs and stuff on these little ones, you know? So yes, perfect. I love it. And um, Jess, did you say what your two um, moves were? Yeah, overconfident and book smart. So overconfident just gives me, um, I get to push one when I feign competence. Mm-hmm. And I get a specialty that lets me push additional two, which I did ortho. In or specifically regarding orthopedics, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if I should actually switch it to cardiology, but I'm going to leave it with ortho, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Christian, tell us about your character. So. Uh, I love the name. I have, I think, uh, you know, not to brag, but probably the best name I've ever come up with for a character <laughs> ever anywhere. Uh, Which went through like five minutes of brainstorming in the group chat between Qu Christian and Rainey and Troy, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. But I have uh, Dr. Dorian Noir, 
who is a goth plastic surgeon. Uh, which means that not only he not only is he goth himself, uh, and I'll describe his his appearance in a minute, but he also uh, you know he's not the typical like let me you know give you a nose job a boob job you know let me suck some fat out of you plastic surgeon does he's, that too does he, that he does too. that too but his main specialty and and what he's he's famous for is he makes you look more goth right so if you want like if you want the cheekbones pulled up to make that like sallow skull expression he'll do that if you want to make it pallid he will do that if you want you know want to look like a split skull, tongue maybe a split body, tongue, yeah. you, you want some you want some you know you want some tongue. body mods you know you, little, like, you got horns. your boy yeah if you you have an infection from that piercing like dr dorian is your guy all right dr dn dr dn is your guy uh dnmd dnmd he he wears black scrubs corpse paint every other fingernail is painted black not all of them just every other uh he wears uh the black spiky hair with a dog collar demonia gravedigger 250s gotta be on point and aviators ninth house bitches ninth house bitches we do bones yeah i love it (laughs) that's awesome yeah and it's funny because this is kind of like i said it's a podunk hospital so like they're happy to have doctors yeah he he draws in like whatever the fuck you want his specialty (laughs) is is enough that i I would like to say you know he draws people in who want that right so so he's uh he's bringing he's bringing some money in here uh 38 ish uh, is what I have uh, for age. He's divorced. Uh, he's a hard guy to live with. Um, and he, uh, I have focused as a specialty and uh, top of the field, which I think helps me alleviate some stress. I can never lose too much reputation. Uh, Specifically I, regarding the medical, your medical, my medical, now, my medical. Pronoun, yep. And then I took yep. uh, race, other, Dwampier. Uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, I chose plastic surgery, music, and storytelling uh, for his his stuff. And he's addicted. Now, addiction's a little open. I, my ideas were nine inch nails and or clove cigarettes. But if someone wants to like oh, suggest clove something, cigarettes yeah. is fucking awesome, bro. Wait, what? Nine inch clove nails, a band, cigarette? and clove cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it could be is, both. Yeah. I know nine inch nails. What is the other one? Are they? Is that other one a band too? Dude, clove cigarettes are so. I, I don't even know if I would say goth because they're not. They were. They were goth. goth. They were goth. Um, and now they're like, like the early two thousands ish. Yeah. Yeah, and now they're like a collector's thing. I, it's not even collectors. Like I don't know how to describe it, but like they're somehow bougie and antiquated and collectors which was totally like totally goth like somehow bougie and antiquated at the same time yeah yeah that's fair so they're goth perfect (laughs) i rest my case (laughs) oh i love it all right well now that we've gotten to know the characters just a little bit uh we'll get we'll go over the setting real quick and then i just have a quick uh couple disclaimers and we'll get into it so Um, Our session today will primarily take place in a small rural county hospital in Maine, somewhere in Maine. We can make up a random fake county. We'll say Gray, Maine is where this this hospital is. Um, It is roughly 90 minutes by driving from the nearest um, level one trauma center. So for anyone that's not necessarily savvy on all the hospital stuff, think of a level one trauma center as like the biggest hospitals in the major cities. They basically can do anything, everything with very few exceptions. Like you still have your hospitals that are renowned nationwide and worldwide for very specific things, but level one trauma center can do 
anything that comes up. Um, however, you guys are not a level one trauma center. Um, so you things are a little bit more wild west out here. Um, today's session is also going to take place on Halloween. So it is Halloween, Halloween night in this hospital. Um, the CEO of the hospital, um, he's actually a super cool guy, which is maybe a little strange, but um, also modeled after somebody I know. Um, but it's not uncommon for you to see him in the hospital and actually even helping oh, yeah. to treat patients, um, which is really cool. I mean, this guy is the CEO of this hospital. He makes incredible amounts of money, but he also went to school to get his, you know, CPR classes and his, his, um, you know, uh, BLS certification and stuff like that so that he could like help treat patients and stuff like that. He's, he's very passionate about what he does. Uh, what that means is you guys get to kind of dress up for Halloween. So everybody's dressed up if you want to be, um, you know, within reason. So like no more than Dr. Dorian Noir typically dresses up. But that's his regular day. Uh, quick, <laughs> right, exactly. Two, two quick questions for you, uh, yes. Troy, just, just kind of mechanically. Uh, can yep. you just go over the stats, brain, guts, heart, and nerve, what they do? And then the yes. other thing is, do we want to cover connections to characters? Uh, yeah, we can do that too. Okay. So um, Christian, I'll have you go to the connections. Um so that way, when we're done going over stats, you can kind of, we can kind of segue and you can maybe go into that a little bit. Okay. I don't know. Um, is everyone's the same or different? No, I think we can. Everyone's are different. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's what I, but yeah, go can continue. So, so um, the way that the stats work in this game is you will assign a plus one, a uh, two zeros plus, and a minus one. Plus one, a zero, a zero and a minus one yeah. to the four main stats. So we'll start with brains. Brains is it's pretty obvious. It expresses your intelligence, training, education. It's what you know and how well you can put it into practice. This is straight from the book, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, guts measures your physical and mental fortitude, your focus, your willpower. It's how well you stand up to pressure and adversity. Heart represents your level of empathy, emotional strength, and humanity. It's how well you connect with people in difficulty. So like, for example, I'm assuming Dr. Maggie Campbell will probably have a very high heart. I might be mistaken, but she's a <laughs> pediatrician. And then lastly, um, nerve expresses your audacity. Is it chutzpah? Chutzpah. 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 C is silent, yeah. Chutzpah, okay. Uh, and your confidence. It's your ability to fake it when you need to make it. So nerve is the last of gotcha. the four attributes. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Reputation. Everybody starts with a plus one in reputation. The my understanding is reputation um, is kind of something that plays a little bit more of a major role in a longer campaign. Yeah. In a one shot, I don't think reputation is going to have much of an effect. It could in your game, but in my game, it probably won't. Um, I mean, that's that's just my yeah. Two Christian's, cents on that. Christian's probably like the only one because he's like a. Well, it's funny well, because actually, it's, my, my reputation starts at plus two. I just saw a specialist is, uh, is uh, plus two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and part of that is obviously your renown in your field. But I think one of the cool things about this is that other than the specialist, everybody starts with a plus one reputation, which is cool because your reputation encompasses more than just your professional rapport. It's also like the relationship you have with your coworkers. Yeah. The relationship you have within your community, all of those things, right? So maybe you volunteer on the weekends at like a humongous church or something, and everybody knows you, right? So th that all builds into your reputation. So we have. We, I'm looking at connections. We kind of like like so. If if you know Dr. 
Jan Jess's character, Dr. Janice, is, is working with me. Dr. Hollow. Thank Dr. You. Hollow. What a, I couldn't read my own writing. I'm sorry. Dr. Hollow. Very well. It's on the Zoom screen. <laughs> and I'm not looking at the Zoom screen right now. So oh, there we go. Fair. I know already. Which one doesn't seem to be living up to your full potential? Connection minus one, Dr. Hollow, if you're going to be like that. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. And, uh, and which, which one? Who is my name? <laughs> which one do you secretly? And I, you know, the funny thing is he would love Dr. Hollow because like Sleepy Hollow. Oh my mm. god. Your name probably just you just fall so short of it. Like he loved you before he met you. Yeah. He met he's, you like, he's like, oh Dr. Hollow. And then you show up and, and you're he's like, what the hell? And it left <laughs> him feeling hollow. Yes, indeed. So then maybe, maybe I uh maybe I secretly admire um uh Dr. Maggie. <gasps> Dr. Maggie. Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I think uh Dr. Maggie, because because actually heart is what I took a minus one on. Uh, because I think that, I think that makes sense. Uh, you're superficial as fuck, bro. You're right, exactly. So, so, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm going, I'm trying to make everyone look like a Tim Burton movie. And that's all I really see. I walk around and I'm like, that's, that's what I see in life. So, so my connection probably isn't that, but so I, maybe I admire her and the way she relates to people, particularly mm -hmm. children. Cause I imagine children probably do not like Dr. Noir. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the strange ones. Yeah. The, the cool ones you mean. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Jess? Uh, so Dr. Mine Sorry, is Dr. Janice Hollow. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Hollow, Thank whatever. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my three are, which one of you has it in for me? Which I one of you? That's yeah, Dr. Noir. Yeah. <laughs> which one of you is willing to mentor me and which one of you feels pity for me? I actually mm. would say that Dr. Noir doesn't have it in for you. He probably just either pities you or is willing to mentor you, but you don't want to probably be mentored the way he would mentor you. The other thing is too, that I would quickly like to point out, these can also be for NPCs. So oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It's always more fun if it's a PC though. Yeah, but if there's one that you want to leave open to chance or something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the off chance that Troy has weird or wild characters. No, um, never. Yeah, right, that'd yeah. be unfathomable. Um, you can also reserve some of those for characters you might need later, so. It's up okay. to you guys. But. Okay. That's fun. I like the idea of since I'm an intern, maybe like having competition with someone, someone who has it in for me, just having like competition with like something. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. there's another intern, Troy. I think another fun thing that I'm going to do is um, I have a list of NPCs here that I anticipate will be working with you guys. Mm. Um, and I will give, I'll kind of say their name when they're in a situation and I'll give a quick synopsis on them, like mm. kind of. What's the what about this person, right? Whether it's hostile, gossip, whether it's gotcha. your experience, that kind of stuff. So, um, perfect. And then uh, Dr. Maggie Campbell. Yeah, so I have one of mine that I definitely want to save for an NPC because I don't think okay. it applies to either of these guys. But the okay. president's questions are weird. <laughs> so literally the first two are which one of you looks the healthiest and which one of you has been feeling under the weather and those are the first like the third one i know i want to say for an npc but like the president's questions are weird i mean i look pretty healthy i'm like i'm like super athletic yeah. in order to eat a lot yeah so first <laughs> of all not, dr. Noir dr noir does not look healthy at all. <laughs> he looks okay, like he has so... he doesn't have a single unit of vitamin d in his body <laughs> so then yeah, so then Dr. I run Hollow. a lot. Yeah, I run a lot. I train a lot. Like, 
I look pretty. He's healthy. a dwarf. Yes, here. then probably Dr. Hollowfer, who looks the healthiest. Dr. Dwarf, who looks like looks he's gone to the weather. Yeah. And then the third question, which Troy, feel free to run up an NPC with this, is who? Which one should I consider a rival? Okay. Because I feel like gonna, Dr. Yeah. Maggie wouldn't have a rival in either of these guys. Because like she's like, oh, they're not in my field. They're just like nice people I work with. Oh, dude, don't you worry. There's going to be opportunity. Perfect. <laughs> Jess, Perfect. what's my nickname? You get to, I have the lowest connection with you. You get to pick it. All right, come back to me, home. Let me think about this. All right. It could be, it could be, uh, if, if you guys call him Dr. DN for Dorian Noir, it could be Dr. DNR, which is a medical actor. Do not resuscitate. That's awesome. Dr. DNR, do not resuscitate. Oh. Like if this fucking guy dies, just leave him be. No one's going to save him. <laughs> Dr. DNR. I love it. Could actually be Dr. DOA because he looks like he's already dead. Or DOA would work. Mm. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Dr. Count. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we go ahead and kick things off, I'm just going to do a quick um, d- uh, disclaimer. So obviously this is a medical drama and it's taking place during Halloween. So I anticipate there will be some um, perhaps frightening and spooky elements. Uh, we'll also try to keep it fairly lighthearted. Um, the drama between people might get intense uh, there are a couple things that we have identified as X cards, so we will not be uh, doing these specific things at all in this scenario. Um, there will be no like gruesome injuries or death of children. That's not going to happen in the session today. And then the other thing is we will be staying away from any type of sexual assault or um, anything like that. We are not going to do that at all today. Obviously, those things do happen in real life. We don't feel it's necessary or beneficial to address those things today in our stream. So, um, and if anything else comes up during the stream, all of the players and myself are all aware to just say, hey, we're gonna, you know, just kind of do one of these X in chat, whatever, raise your hand, or just say, hey, can we skip this? And no problem. Um, all right, anything else before we go ahead and kick things off? I just want to know what everyone's wearing for their Halloween. Oh, oh fuck yeah, dude. Oh, all the characters are wearing. Absolutely. I already described Dr. Noir. This is just, it's his favorite holiday, but he dresses like every day. Normal. For Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I am going to be a skeleton, but like with like little felt food stuck near the belly situation. Oh, dude, oh my that's God. Awesome. That is that's awesome. adorable, Jess. God damn. <laughs> uh, so, one of the things that I had, I had joked about about Dr. Maggie before stream is that. Um, every month she dyes her hair a different color for the different holiday. Mm. So right now it's half black and half orange. And I think what she did is she's going to go real simple. So she's got a scrub top that is a jack-o'-lantern, a little pumpkin. And she's got a green scrunchie in her hair and has it like, like in a fluffed up ponytail oh, yeah. so it's like, like the, the little vine? stem oh, and then she's it. got like a black long sleeve shirt underneath so you just see this like little pumpkin running down the hall <laughs> awesome. that is amazing i love that all right anything else i couldn't think of anything christian i'm just gonna go with the count the count all right count that is appropriate because i will also add the detail that dr noir drives to uh the gray hospital in his dragula custom made uh hearse 
Oh my, my God. God. Blasting nine inch nails. No, uh, actually, he's probably blasting white zombie if he's driving that. When he gets okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's Together. fair. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so crazy. Do you have a custom license plate? What does it say? You oh do? God. Oh my God. Do you yeah, have a custom license plate? He has to have a custom thing? license plate. Chat. I'll what, let what, you think about it. I'll let chat. What, what does chat think? Yeah, like, let's let let's, chat decide. What do you think? That's awesome. What does um, Dr. Okay. Noir have? Let us know. <laughs> while we while we are deciding this, um, as all good medical dramas start, there's kind of an introductory scene and then we kick things off. So um, it is Halloween night. Uh, it's fairly cold. It's a brisk night, um, a little dreary. It's raining. Um, there's kind of thunderstorms and lightning in the distance. All of this creating this ominous vibe. And we zoom in on this big giant mansion on a lake and as we're getting closer to it you just start to hear the bass in the background and it's just doom, 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 doom. and we come in to this mansion and there are just these strobe lights everywhere there's people everywhere dressed up in costumes there's a thin layer of smoke and haze as people are smoking hookah and vaping and doing all this other shit that like you know young kids do at halloween parties and the music is going and it's lively and everybody's dancing and stuff like that. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, there's this this guy that kind of wanders over to the couch and he sits down and he kind of looks at the other group of people and they look at him and they're like, are you okay? Is everything all right? And he kind of shakes his head and he's like, I just, I don't feel so good. And they're like, all right, man, well, maybe get some fresh air. Maybe you should go outside. He's like, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. And, uh, he kind of goes to uh, stand up and he starts to swoon a little bit and he uh, he kind of falls down and crashes through the table that he was in front of and it and it causes this big ruckus and everybody's like looking at him what's going on what's happening and uh, he's he just all of a sudden he just blah, he just vomits this just this bright red blood color and everybody starts to scream and you hear the sound of sirens in the distance. Oh. Uh, that's awesome. Zach P, thank you for eight months. And St. Bailey's, uh, Ben, thank you. He, he just gave me the license plate, which is God is dead. G-O-D-1-S-D-E-D. God is dead. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> the old little Nietzsche. Perfect. All right. It's perfect. I love that. Perfect. I love that. Perfect. So, uh, we pan back over here and we are at the hospital. Um, I don't know what the name of this hospital should be. Um, Just Maine Gray Medical Hospital. Yeah, Gray, Gray County Medical Center. Yeah, there Let's you go. Gray yeah. County Medical Center. So we are at Gray County Medical Center. And um, it's been, it's been a, yeah, GCMC. I love it. It's been a uh, pretty, pretty quiet night, actually. Um, there is a uh, nine bed ER in this hospital. So again, small hospital. Um, right now, the only physician on staff is Dr. Dorian Noir. Um, he is working tonight, uh, even though he's not normally scheduled, but it's Halloween and he was excited to see all his coworkers dressed up and stuff like that. So he came in and picked up some, some overtime, I guess. Um, his wife's got the kid tonight. His wife's got the kid. Yeah. I love it. Um, we have, ex-wife, uh, actually ex-wife. He's divorced. We have kind of a, we have kind of a slew of other, um, you see other people in the background, uh, various nurses are are at some of the stations. Some of them are, you know, charting on their computers. Um, there's, you know, a few patients in the rooms right now. I'll say you have six beds open. So three of them are currently occupied. 
And um, yeah, and it's just kind of a quiet night so far. Um, what's everybody up to at the moment? I assume running errands for Dr. Dewar, running like labs or things. I don't know. Yeah, actually, the, he was like, he was like, um, it's quiet though, right? He, yeah, it's a quiet night. On. So he was, he's probably going through like, he's probably working on some of his regular work. So like what he has you do is you're going and you're getting like x-rays and stuff. Cause he's looking at people. He's going to do like facial reconstruction on, uh, but he's, 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 he's just like, Dr. Hollow, I need you to get us some coffee. You know how I want my coffee, right? Black, black, black is night, black is sin. <laughs> of course, Dr. Noir, happy to. No sugar. Would, would you like anything else with that? Dark chocolate. Like a dark, like a Hershey's. The darkest. Bar. Yes, the darkest you can find, please. Gotcha. At this point, at this point, a young, a young man comes, uh, he's kind of standing at a desk nearby and he kind of over, overhears this and he says, oh, um, doctors, uh, I, I can grab that for you. And, uh, he's a short man with, um, like crop top kind of black hair. Um, you guys have seen him in the hospital a little bit over the past couple of months. Um, maybe you know his name, maybe you don't, it's up to you. Um, but he is actually an EMT student. So he is in school to be an EMT. And as I mentioned, one of the strange things about this hospital is despite it not being a level one trauma center or a bigger hospital, because Dr. Dorian Noir is of this particular reputation, they do take students in various medical capacities. So this young man is a EMT student and he's probably 18 years old. And he is uh, he's just a very helpful dude. He's always kind of there to help, but he's also kind of, I mean, nobody really, he, there's nothing special about him that people remember, <laughs> but he says, I can, I can grab, uh, I can grab your, your black coffee and your dark chocolate hot cocoa. Perfect. Perfect. You do that, uh, Brian. Oh, Samuel. He like holds Samuel. up his little student badge. Yeah. Samuel. Samuel that's right. I always oh, yes. Yeah, Samuel. Name. Excellent name. Yeah. I, doctors, I'll be right back. And he kind of like moves with haste as he scampers away towards the, uh, the break room area. Um, Dr. Maggie Brian seems like a nice kid. This is another one of those places. fucking things, isn't it? Oh, this poor kid. <laughs> Christian's got to get us back for our midnight codex. Game. <laughs> no, that was fine. I set that up at midnight codex. Uh, Dr. Maggie, one of the patients that's in the hospital right now um, is a 10 year old boy who um, was trick-or-treating and uh, he was actually wearing this giant um, box costume that was homemade and he was supposed to be Buzz Lightyear. Oh. And as he was like running around dancing, getting candy and stuff like that, he uh, misstepped off a sidewalk and he fell and, his, and he hurt his ankle. So um, you're not, he just got into the ER, just got admitted past triage and he just got brought into the room by, uh, by his mom. Yeah, so she, um, so she, she, uh, had presumed she's gotten a workup from one of the nurses or whatever. Yeah, so there is currently a nurse that is in the room right now and she's charting a report on this person. And you know this nurse, uh, this nurse is, uh, Nurse Sue. And Nurse Sue is a very competent nurse. Um, she's been a nurse for 40 years. She's been doing this for a long ass time. Having said that, Nurse Sue doesn't take shit from anybody. And she's not, she's not a super, um, like fluffy, lovey nurse. Um, having said that though, 
she's usually pretty pretty courteous with kids though but like she's a great nurse to have if you have a patient that's being a total asshole because she does not put up with anybody's shit yes yeah, so, so we all respect Sue. <laughs> she's kind of going through the standard questions you know hey have you been outside of the country in the past two weeks any you know flu-like symptoms all this stuff any medical allergies blah 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 she's kind of talking to the the mom and she's answering the questions and the boy's kind of sitting on the table and he he looks kind of scared. He looks kind of worried, and he still has remnants of like, um, like various pieces of like costume and stuff on his face and whatnot from when he was dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. So so she pops in. Um, she does the little like the doctor like halfway over the door, knock knock, all the way over the door. <laughs> Love it. Um, and she kind of looks around, sees Sue, gives it a little nod, uh, goes over to the the table. Hey, bud, what's brought you in here today? kind of looks at and he's like ah i was i tripped and i fell we were trick-or-treating i hurt my ankle oh is it broken and he kind of like looks at his ankle. he like pulls his pant leg up a little bit and winces well i'll tell you right now if it's broken and you're acting this brave then that is very impressive but let me take a look and so she'll she'll go down she'll you know do yeah. the, whatever careful inspection Perfect. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, make a uh, make a uh, displaying expertise roll. Okay. So go ahead and roll me a dice here. See see what's First going on. Ankle. Display. Just I have uh, so that would be two d six, and I believe displaying expertise it's is your plus. intelligence. Yep, it's press brains. brains. That's her neutral stat. Um, so it's just the flat roll. Oh, okay. I rolled a five and a four, so that's a nine. Yeah, that's that's good enough. Uh, given this particular situation, um, I'm gonna say yeah, strong strong hit. Normally it's a ten plus. I'm gonna say you got it because you're a pediatrician. This this kid is a pediatric patient, so you kind of look at his ankle a little bit and you and you you move it around a little. You notice it's pretty swollen and stuff like that. But um, you you work with the patient. You try to build up some rapport. Hey, can you wiggle your toes? Can you move your move your foot and stuff like that? And he he does so. He's obviously in a little bit of distress, but um, after your after your initial assessment, you decide you don't think his ankle is broken. It's probably strained, but it would be a good idea for him to go and get an X-ray just in case. Yeah. So so she'll kind of all right. So it's not broken. All your bones are doing good. The and mom in the room lets out an audible. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. So she'll kind of try and explain, you know, like the general, like, well, like, you know, what happens is your muscle got pulled in a weird way. It zigged when it should have zagged. Happens to everyone. We're going to put some ice on it, help it soothe in. And we're going to do a real quick x-ray just to make sure that everything on the inside is good. And she'll ask, she'll, you know, like, like, have you seen an x-ray done before? Have you seen what they look like? He uh he says, Yeah, I um my dad had an x-ray before. Um, is it gonna hurt at all? No. It's basically like taking a picture of your foot, but with a really big fancy machine. Oh, thank goodness. He kind of sits there for a minute and it looks like he's kind of thinking, mulling things over. Su uh nurse Sue is continuing to ask the mom. She's finishing up some questions with her charting and stuff, and she looks at you and she says, I'll I'll let uh I'll let radiology know that we need an x-ray. Perfect. And um, and uh, the boy kind of he he kind of starts to look a little like downtrodden, and uh, he says, "Do you guys do trick or treating at all here?" He's like, "I didn't get any candy," and he looks real upset about that. 
Well, I don't get to trick or treat. I do get to dress up, but I'll see what I can do about that candy. I think we can fix this. Awesome. That's the I thing. Think- I literally was going to say, I th- decided that I think in the background behind Dr. Noir's back, I want to set up like a candy eating competition. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. There's just like fucking twig scrappers everywhere. <laughs> dude, that's amazing. And yes, that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Like a fucking I'm like organizing this behind Dr. Noir's back. Dude, yes, yes, I love it. And you're already like you're separate. Like everybody else is a fucking noob. No one else. No, I'm not participating. I know how to do this, so I'm like running and judging. But if there's coaching. anyone that you think would participate that you want to undermine, you're putting like the almond joys and shit in their pile, like the the dense the shit. Tootsie rolls. Just, yeah. The tootsie oh, rolls. Yeah. Yeah. This guy you like gets Kit Kats. This asshole gets almond joys. <laughs> I love it. Are delicious. Yeah, but they're they hard are, to pound. They're dense. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're that's chewy. They're chewy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Not true. like Tootsie Rolls, though. Tootsie Rolls Tootsie would be rolls. like, that's that's like the submarine. You're done. Yep. You, you, got, you got undercut with that. Yeah, you're They sunk. also taste like shit, so they're hard oh, to I eat. Like no, they tootsie don't. Rolls. Tootsie Rolls are awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, I Shut like your mouth. I only like the flavored ones. You like you like Werther's, Troy? Yes, and yeah. Oh God! Sorry, that's a reference to a game. I guess it's okay. Uh-huh. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 mind, mind very much. Uh, yeah, throwback. Oh no, we talked plenty about Grandma Club, unfortunately for no, now. Oh, that was three raccoons in a trench coat. Oh, that was three raccoons in a trench coat. Okay, no, but the, the first carryover from that was Grandma's Club, where Marv bought his Cialis <laughs> from three raccoons in a trench coat. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it just, so it just became it a thing. The characters revisited. Yeah. Okay. So, right. As this as this is all kind of going on, um, you're Dr. Hollow, you're setting up the little candy station. Everything's been pretty calm. Um, uh, two guys uh, kind of come into the ER and uh, they walk up to you and um, you recognize them right away. They're two of the um, EMS providers in the county. Uh, again, it's a pretty big rural county, but there's not a lot of population. So there's maybe half a dozen providers, EMS providers. Um, but you do know these two because they're both full-timers and they work pretty often. Uh, one of their names is Cody. He's a uh, bigger, heavier set guy with a big beard. And um, he's fairly quiet, but if you get to know him a little bit, he is hysterical. He he is like the funniest fucking person ever. He's always ready with a like a quick, like witted quip. Um, he has a very dry sense of humor that just, it just, if that's your thing, Cody's a very likable guy. The other person... His name is Casey, and Casey is, he is Mr. Perfect and Mr. Badass. This guy is, first of all, he looks like a supermodel. The guy is absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Uh, This guy, he just got back from a, uh, you know, he just got back from vacation. He was in Australia, and he was doing a photo shoot. Uh, to raise money for like these animals that were displaced because of like a fire, like a big fire or something. This guy's just like Mr. Fucking Philanthropist, Mr. Perfect. He works on the helicopter that's at the larger hospital 90 minutes away. He's like a flight medic. This guy's just a fucking rock star. Okay. And some and some people hate him because he's just so perfect and so good. They're like, this guy's like an asshole. He's like so perfect and then he's like i just got back from like volunteering for like animals that were hurting wildfires <laughs> so yeah so those those two guys come strolling up and uh they're both pretty like relaxed they uh 
they're carrying a cot with them and uh, they're in the process right now of stripping linens from the cot and getting new ones. And uh, Casey kind of comes over to uh, you, Dr. Uh, Noir, and actually, no, I'm sorry, Dr. Noir, are you and Dr. Janice uh, next to each other right now? Yeah, no? so I think I, I probably, like, I have my coffee and I'm showing uh, Dr. Hollow, mm. since she insists on being formal, uh, this, this face, this photo of a face. And so I'm like, so the patient came in and what they want to do is they want to look like, have you ever seen Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola, Coppola one? No. Oh, what does it matter with you? You need to see it. Right. First of all, <laughs> you need to see it if you're going to continue working with me, okay? Because it's an excellent movie. But secondly, this what they want is they want the, the Dracula look from that, like the old Dracula, though. So I don't know why, but I don't question the patient. So what we're going to do here is we're going to we're going to increase the facial, the bones here and the cheekbones as angular as possible. And we're going to take the ears and we're just going to bring them back. Like back and higher up here. Right. Okay. And okay. so that'll be you'll get the old look and hopefully they can grow out their hair and do that big weave thing that he did. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we're going to do here. Okay. Meanwhile, Dr. Janice, fifty thousand dollars. Dr. Janice is like, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> hey, there's there's bone, re there's bone reconstruction in, in I suppose plastics that's like this. Oh, I suppose my. that's fair. Um, so as this is happening, uh, <laughs> Casey walks over to, Casey kind of leaves Cody and Cody's cleaning the cot. Casey walks over to one of the nursing stations and he uh, he's talking to one of the nurses there, Nurse Robin. And you know Nurse Robin, she is a super pleasant nurse. She is the nurse equivalent of Maggie Campbell. She is just <laughs> the sweetest gal. She also has like the cutest outfit on today. I, I don't know, I can't think off the top of my head of what it is. Let's see, it's... Um, strawberry um, shortcake. Dude, that's perfect. She's dressed up like yes. a strawberry shortcake. This is just like so, so sweet, so un, like unassuming, unoffensive. Just she's a strawberry shortcake. She's got like a little blush on her cheeks and stuff like that. She's very, very sweet, right? And uh, you notice when um, you notice when Casey walks over to her, those those cheeks get a little redder. And he kind of he kind of leans in on the on the nursing station, kind of suave like, and he's like in his super suave voice, he goes. Well, sorry, Robin, but uh, we just brought in a uh, a regular. I I don't even want to say his name, and kind of one of the other nurses sitting nearby overhears it, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" And Robin's like, "Who is it?" And he says, "It's Adkins." And everybody at the table at the nursing station goes, "Oh fuck!" He goes. He's in triage right now. Um, I'm assuming he'll be back in just a couple minutes. Make sure you have a bed ready and a bedpan. And he kind of, he kind of, um, as he's walking away, he goes, oh, I don't forget to remind me. I've got to show you uh, the uh, photo shoot that I just got done doing in Australia. It came out so good. And it was for such a good cause. And Robin's like, okay. <laughs> uh, Dr. Noir and, and Dr. Hollow, you overhear this. And when you heard the, the name Adkins, this definitely rang a bell. Um, maybe a minute or two later uh, from the triage area, there is a man that is being brought back on a wheelchair and he is just screaming in agony. I mean, this we were playing some nice spooky music. Everything was going great. And all of a sudden the screams erupt and this guy is just losing his mind. Oh, my stomach gonna die somebody help me oh god dr ad or i'm sorry uh 
Adkins is a patient that you guys have dealt with many, many times before. And just as you all have addictions, so does this gentleman. Although this gentleman has a very interesting addiction. Is there something stuck in his ass, Troy? Because that, that's, no. that was a discussion that's been going on in chat. And if that's what no. you're doing, like, I'm, I'm going to blame chat for this. But all right, Wait. go on. Oh, no. oh. No. Okay. in Twitch no, no, no. chat. I was yeah, like, chat, this is probably an hour chat. Twitch chat. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching it, yeah. So about a month Funny. ago or so, the last time, or sorry, the one of the last times that Adkins was in here, he actually had to have an emergency surgery done on his intestines by Dr. Stromberg um, because Adkins is addicted to Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> and he drinks so much Pepto-Bismol that he will go weeks without shitting. Oh my God. And there's a very simple way that you guys typically fix this in the ER, but it's very messy. <laughs> so, so here comes Adkins Dury getting wheeled into a room. And uh, it's it's the CNA that's working in the hospital tonight. Her name is Bailey. Um, she's you're concerned if she becomes a nurse. She's she's pretty lazy. She's p- pretty slack ass. Doesn't appear to like her job. You're not sure why she's here, um, but she kind of wheels this guy in and and dumps him off in the room. And he's in there screaming. And she kind of closes the curtain and shuts the door to minimize the screaming. Um, Doctor Noir, since you're the uh, since you are the attending physician tonight, you need to assign this person to a care provider physician. Oh, this, dude, also, this dude needs an enema, right? Uh, either that or some laxatives, and yeah, or both. <laughs> Again, don't pigeonhole your suspect, your patient. This, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him both actually, uh, because <laughs> fuck him for making me have to deal with this. So who is going to be the attending physician for this patient? It can be yourself, Dr. Hollow, or Dr. Campbell. (sighs) (laughs) I'm going to page Dr. Campbell. Okay. So Dr. Campbell, you are in the room with the little kid and you're just finishing up your assessment and uh, someone from radiology comes along and they grab the kid and start, start taking back for x-rays and you're like, you'll be, you'll be fine, bud. You're no problem. Um, And your little pager goes off. And again, you hear the sound of screaming coming from the lobby somewhere. She's just like, oh, that's normal. Um, so she'll she'll check her pager. And it's Dr. Noir, and he's telling you you've got a new patient. No, I'm just saying come. Come to oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just paging her to come. I'm not telling her to uh, that she's got okay. a patient yet. Uh, she'll, mm. she'll respond that she'll, she'll be there in a minute, and she'll... Um, he's like, yeah. oh. so he's, sta- he's standing next to Dr. Hollow, and he's like, Oh, well, good. Let him wait a minute, and he just kind of like leans back. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just Chris, not I'm gonna make sure. you feel bad for this. Uh, she looks at the kid's mom and just goes, "Does he have any food allergies? I want to make sure we give him the right candy." She <laughs> looks at you and she goes, "Oh my gosh, he would love that." Um, no, no food allergies. His favorite is Reese's cups. Oh, we definitely have this. Okay, I'll make sure when he gets out of radiology that we've got a little th- a goodie bag for him. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so kind. I'm always happy to help. And she, and so she, she heads off and she, she knows Dr. Holland knows where all the candy is. So she's also, so she sees them together. She's like, oh, perfect. Um, what's, uh, she's very nervous. <laughs> Dr. Holland's just like, Dr. Noir, I don't think we should. He's screaming. It's just like every month, trust me, he'll be fine. He's a big baby. What's going on? He's a big baby. So. 
What's the dude's name again? Doctor Kim. Adkins. Oh yeah, Durry. Adkins. Yeah, Adkins. Adkins Durry. Adkins Durry. Uh, Adkins is here again. So listen, I'll handle it. But you know, I don't get along with him or anyone else. So can you just talk to him, and then I'll just do what needs to be done. I okay, I can do that. Uh, Doctor Hollow, could you do me a favor then? Oh, sure. Of course. Anything, Dr. Campbell. What what can I do for you? This this is really, really little. Um, I've got a 10-year-old that just sprained his ankle and missed out on trick-or-treating. I was wondering if you knew where the extra candy was so we could whip up a goodie bag for him. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Also, while you're doing that, we're going to need some of that laxative chocolate. Uh, just make sure that those two things don't get mixed. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Um, laxative chocolate. Okay. So, so we want the laxative chocolate to go to Adkins, the regular chocolate to go to the child. We definitely did not eat all of that. Right. Yes. I haven't eaten any laxatives. I don't know no. what you are doing. No, no, I have not either. Okay. I mean, I know you do these eating contests. I don't know if that's like something that you need to do, but if it is. That like, actually probably does help. <laughs> So Christian, I'm gonna have you make a I'm gonna have you make a roll here. So yeah. either I'm gonna have you make a roll of showing contempt toward Dr. Janice. You're being very snide about it, um, and but also passive aggressive, or I'll have you make a act professionally roll for offering to take care of the patient that you definitely don't want to take care of. So you're going to make one I'm of gonna those. Let, well, I'm going to let you. What do you want? Do you want? Do you feel like I'm acting? I'm treating you with contempt, Jess? Or, or do you want me to roll the other one? I, I don't care. Either one. Uh, either one is fine with me. Maybe do the professional one. I, I don't think you're. I think you're fine. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's Act just how he treats so. everyone. He, he just he's he's not actually being contemptuous. He's just that's how okay. he is. That's he's why he, okay, that's fair. why his heart is minus one. Perfect. Make, Tip, me, like, make me an Christian, act professional Christian role. character, right? Okay. So act professional. I get to add uh, guts. Okay. Ha ah, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, you offered to kind of take care of this, right? Yep. Uh, as long as I'm going did in. You sign Maggie or Maggie or um, or Dr. Hollow. To uh, Doctor Hollow, no. Campbell Dr. has Hollow, saved her. Doctor Hollow going off is, to get chocolate. <laughs> Doctor Hollow is okay. getting the chocolate and enemas because we're gonna. I'm gonna after I blast this guy's ass out, he's gonna get some enemas too. All right, we're going full treatment here. And then Doctor Maggie is is going to talk to the gentleman and have a bedside manner because, quite frankly and literally, I'm sick of his shit. So okay, but so he gets but he like he reaches into like he's like he finds one of like the nurses or nurse nurse assistants he's like get me the special bag and she brings out a black bag with like a little skull on it and he reaches in and he brings out light black gloves and he's just like snap and they go all the way, they go all the way up to his elbow so <laughs> um as you as you get prepared to walk into adkins room um you you go in there and he sees you and and uh Something that strikes a nerve with you. What is something that gets under your skin, Dr. Dorian Noir? Uh, I mean, I think that D Dr. Noir does not have patience for this guy because he's he's 
he's causing his own problems, right? So I think he, he's got a minus one in heart. So I, I think that, you know, the fact that the guy's crying and like acting like kind of pathetic isn't helping. It's actually annoying him more, which is okay. why, which is why he's like going to give him enemas also. And he's probably going to be like a little rougher with this. I mean, he's going to give him laxatives also, but he's going to be a little rougher with this enema than he really needs to be because he's like, fuck this guy. Like, I don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. on, on Halloween. So yeah. So, so what happens is you walk into the room and this guy, when someone walks into the room, he cranks it up a fucking notch. He dials that shit up to nine and he is just screaming, screaming at the top of his lungs. He is swearing. He's move, shaking the, like the handrails. He's like freaking out. Like, I'm going to die. No one cares. You guys aren't going to help me. Blah, 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 blah. And he's and just like, oh, yes. Yeah, you got a three on your act professionally. So how do you, how do you act oh, very boy. unprofessionally? In this so, moment? so he comes in and he's just like, I want to say like, they probably have seen each other before. And like, there's been other nights when like, I've been the doctor on it. Sure. And I've had to do this. And so like our relationship is not the best. So, so uh, he just walks in and he's just like, Oh, zip it, Atkins. You're gonna be fine. And he just like goes right around to the back and like starts getting the enema stuff out. <laughs> he's just like I love don't it. even care. Just bedside rapport zero. Zero. <laughs> Minus one heart. As this is happening, as Dr. Dorian Noir is uh in the room yeah. attending to this patient. Um <laughs> Janice Hollow. Janice, Dr. Janice Hollow, you are running to find the chocolate laxatives which are kept in the hospital somewhere for some reason. And (laughs) as you do that, you run into Jeffrey. And Jeffrey is the janitor at this hospital. Okay. He uh, is an older man with nothing but time on his hands. Um, He's definitely creepy. He does a lot of staring, not much talking. And today uh, he is dressed up like uh, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. And as you walk by him, he has a mop and he stares at you and he says, hello, Clarice. <laughs> and he just kind of like stops you in your tracks as he's looking at you with the mop. I'll just uh, <laughs> laugh like, oh, good one. And then just keep it up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're like, this man might, might murder people. I mean, he dressed up for Halloween. That's nice. I yeah, think. but it's weird because you notice the outfit appears to be well worn. So, <laughs> <You're> like, <"What?" laughs> but yes, he's kind of mopping in front of one of the storage rooms. You go in and you start to grab some chocolate or whatever. Um, at this point in time, from where all of you are, you can hear um, a strange tone goes off in the hospital, and it's a tone that. Um, Dr. Janice Hollow and Dr. Maggie Campbell, you've certainly never heard before. Um, and actually, Dr. Dorian Noir, you may not have heard this tone before either. So I think I'll have you make a... I'm trying to see what the appropriate role would be for this. Displaying expertise, perhaps. We'll have you make one of those roles. So that's brains, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nine. All right. Yeah. So you actually you you're dealing with screaming and stuff like that. So you don't. Oh, hey, hydrate. You just catch. catch, Oh, hydrate. You just catch the tail end of this tone. Remember that. And you're not 100 percent sure you heard it right, but you think you've heard this tone before at the uh, the bigger hospital. 
Um, and you think it's a tone that comes out when there's a MCI, which is a mass casualty incident. So this is a tone that does not come out very often at all in fucking podunk um, Gray County Medical Center. Um, but you're not sure because, again, there's a ton of screaming and shit going on in the room. Yeah, literally. As that <laughs> literally and figuratively, <laughs> as that as that tone goes off um, in the lobby, uh, Casey and Cody are kind of hanging out and they, they like to hang out in the ER when they don't have calls and help out with IVs and that kind of stuff. And um, one of their portable radios goes off and uh, somebody comes out on, you know, the tone goes off. And then there is a dispatcher that comes on on the radio. You all recognize and love this dispatcher. He is very professional. He's polite. He comes in, brings you guys cookies sometimes, that kind of stuff. And uh, his name is Jake. And he comes out on the radio and he says, um, uh, Gray County uh, EMS Unit 1, um, respond to such and such address uh, for a reported um, animal attack. Um be advised, uh, police are on scene and the scene has been secured. They're reporting that it appears to be some sort of large cat, perhaps a lion or tiger. And um, Cody and Casey look at each other like, what the fuck? And they hear the tone go off in the hospital and they go, well, looks like shit's hitting the fan, guys. We'll be back. And uh, they start running out of the uh, out of the hospital. So, um, yeah. So that's some shit that's going on. Um, as this happens, the uh, the phone starts ringing at the uh, physician, attending physician's desk. So in this case, it would be Dr. Dorian's phone, but he is in another room helping a patient. So someone else can pick it up if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I'll grab it since I, I believe I'm around. Uh, uh, so she'll pick it up. Uh, Gray County Medical, Dr. Mike and Campbell. Hi, uh, Hi, Maggie Campbell. Um, this is, uh, oh, shit, I guess I didn't have a name for this character. Um, this is County Dispatch. Uh, we just received report of um, a mass casualty incident. Um, there are um, EMS units. There are uh, deputies on scene as well. Um, it appears that there was a party going on and um, quite a few of the guests uh, started vomiting bright red blood. They're not sure what's going on. They don't know if this is a poisoning or whatnot, but we have diverted as many units and personnel as we can to the larger hospital. However, they they don't have enough beds available for everybody, so we're going to be sending three people your way. Okay, um, absolutely. E ETA will be 10 to 15 minutes. All right, thank you for letting us know. Yep, you got it. And then you can hear, you can hear like sirens in the background, people yelling and shouting and stuff. You hear the vague sound of like a bass going off in the background as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so. so. She will head to, I, I don't know, wherever the proper place to warn people is you gotta go in and see the doc why does that work there also is a pa system that you can yeah, use say, to if you're on the broadcast phone, throughout the rest of the hospital okay yeah so she she'll hop on the pa um uh just make an announced uh knowing that everyone will hear this we'll try and keep it as yeah there are like color codes and stuff like that that yeah. like all doctors are yeah you probably to have to flip through know. a book of the like codes and look up what an mci is yeah code puce code, puce. <laughs> code black code midnight black. is that what that, are we saying it's code black 
Uh, it's probably like a code black and MCI is pretty bad. So okay, I think okay. they like red and black are usually the like, oh shit, bad stuff is happening codes. <laughs> yeah. So, so she'll just kind of pop over the intercom. Uh, code black or incoming code black ETA 10 minutes, clear out three rooms in the ER. Uh, code black ETA about 10 minutes. Oh, shit. No, you not hear you, this? but yes, you also shit. But this is all the <laughs> shit going on. You administer some of the uh, some of the laxatives to him. And I'm uh, also and... like, don't get anything on my boots now. And like, just... <laughs> oh god, he's he's just he's just super upset right now. He's like really really pissed off right now. Oh, you're gonna complain? Um, you're gonna complain? Um, Do you know how much as, money I as... make this hospital shit boy? <laughs> some of the nurses kind of hear this coming from one of the rooms and they like kind of look at each other like what the fuck is going on in there like they know who this is but they're like oh shit did dr dorian noir just say that <laughs> um yes uh as that is happening the uh the clock strikes midnight and there is a flash of lightning in the background and the sound of rumbling thunder oh, uh, most wonderful the, time you, of the year <laughs> the uh, EMT student Samuel comes over to uh, to you, Doctor Hollow, and he says, "Do you know uh, what a Doctor Black is?" He, oh shit, dude! Samuel looks at you and he says, "In my textbook, they said that that usually means a mass casualty incident. I think I'm not 100 percent sure though. It's been a while since I've read that section. Does that mean we're gonna get a lot of really sick people in here? I, I think I think so. I don't know if we have." mass casualty that's like what four people uh dr noir you did hear the the page come out from dr maggie campbell on the intercom and it uh she said that there is a code black which you know to be an mci you're putting it together with the last little bit of the tone you heard earlier and you know that the protocol states to call the other uh physician that is on call and have them come to the hospital. Right. So, All right. so he just like he's pulling off his gloves and like he, he's probably still blubbering. And he's like, yes, yes, it's all right. It'll all come out in the end. You'll be fine. And he just like throws <laughs> the gloves in the thing and walks out and goes and washes his hands. And then he goes, goes and gets the phone and he dials up. Who's the other doctor? Nurse Sue, as you're as you're walking out of the room, Nurse Sue looks at you and she says, I'll take it from here, Doc. She kind of wants. Like, just, I'm not having looks, any of his shit. He's, 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 he's like good because he's got plenty to give, but I know I can trust you not to be gentle, Sue. He doesn't deserve it. Sue's like, oh. so like, we'll make it quick. I'm due for a smoke break. Oh, he's like, let me know when you're going. Got it. <laughs> it's um, yeah, so I'll go, go grab a phone and I'll, I'll call the uh, the doctor, the other doctor on call. So the phone rings uh, several times, and uh, there's an answer uh, on the other line. Uh, hello, uh, Dr. Stromberg. Hey, Stromberg. It's Noir. What's up? Hey, uh, not much. It's midnight. What did you need? Oh, there's uh, it's code black here. I'm sorry. There's a code. There's a what? A code black. A code black. Yes, my favorite color. Uh, but I don't think this is going to be good. <laughs> Something bad happens, oh, and we need you. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! All right. Well. I'm at my nephew's house right now. I'm like 45 minutes away, but I'll I'll start heading that way right now. Yeah, just you know, pedal the metal, man. We'll take care of it till you get here. Oh, fuck. All right, I'll be there in 45. All right. God damn it! And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
at this point in time, uh, you there's the calm before the storm. Everybody heard the 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 PA system come out. Everybody shuffled through their little code books and they you know looked at oh fuck code black MCI. Um, also, some of the nurses that were standing near the EMT guys heard something about someone getting mauled by a lion or a tiger, and they're like, "What the fuck?" So everyone is kind of running around in a little bit of disorganized chaos. It yeah, I'm actually like going to try to find. Um, I'm going to try to find Dr. Maggie because she's the one who called it out. So, okay, you find Dr. Maggie. She's still near the PA system. She's kind of looking up. She was looking up some of the codes and stuff like that in the book that's at the desk. Dr. Campbell, what's uh? What's going on? I uh, just got a call from County Dispatch. There was a, uh, what appears to be an attack from a large animal at, uh, uh, around the, uh, just list off the address, you know, the big, the big mansion kind of over in that. Holy shit. Back area. Yeah. Um, they're sending people out to as many of the different hospitals as they can in the area. We're getting three here. Um, well, all right. They I've, said an attack of something like a lion or a tiger, some kind of big cat, uh, and uh, patients have been vomiting blood. Wonderful. Right. The phone starts to ring. Pick it up. Dr. Noir, go. Hey, uh, this is. Uh, a gray county uh ems here um we recently dispatched uh code black uh to you guys there's an mci well it turns out there's going to be three more patients headed your way as well um there's more people at this party and people are getting sick we don't know what's going on but vomiting bright red blood a couple of them passed out blood sugar was, there, super, was, was it was but, there an animal or something too no, that appears to be a totally unrelated event, and that is unfortunately going to be heading your way to the patients in critical condition. There are two patients, by the way, for that one. Great. So I'm sorry, but we've got eight patients coming your way right now, and one of them's going by helicopter. Huzzah. Okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, Huzzah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, so there's two people got fucked up by a an animal. And then yeah. there's six who ate some weird shit at a party and now are barfing up blood. Yes. We, okay. Um, I called Stromberg. He's on his way. Okay. Where's how Harrow? Quickly, how, how quickly could you get Adkins out of here? I'm going to try and... Oh, I would love to get rid of him right now. Okay, I'm going to try and <laughs> finish up with my little friend. Um, yes, look around we have for what, seven beds here and we have... There's nine beds total, and nine only five total. are open right now. So five what that means open. is if you've okay. got eight additional people coming your way, three will be in the hallway. Right. Gotcha. I will get rid of Atkins because we have serious people coming in. So I will I will deal with that right now. You do what you can for other people. <laughs> you hear more screaming coming from Atkins' room. Yes. Cue painted black by Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you just hear, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Atkins and and find Nurse Sue. Sue, you don't have to look far because as you're heading towards the room, Sue comes running out of the room. This 40 year seasoned veteran, fucking nerves of steel, stomach of iron, comes out and she's oh, oh, she's gagging like she's, she's unleashed hell. Uh, she goes, oh, she's like they're still. <laughs> she's like, she looks like running out of the room and uh and just you hear 
horror coming from the other side of this <laughs> you, you hear, Different you, kind hear of it, scream. you hear it splashing you hear you oh. hear the shaking of bed you hear someone's spirit leaving their body <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray and stuff just says Atkins ass is going to end up being a Halloween pinion <laughs> Oh God! Oh, Jesus. Um, as okay. this happens, as this happens, there's oh, a page over the intercom. Uh, nurse to triage. Nurse to triage. Listen, I um. Oh God, Adkins. Oh, you gotta stop the diet, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just find like the nearest somebody, anyone that I can find. Just grab someone. That okay. intern kid. EMT Sam, EMT Samuel, Brian, goddammit. Brian, you, Brian, get over here. He says, yes, doctor. All right, listen. Oh, God. Atkins, we we have to get him out of here, okay? So when he's done with that, we're just going to, like, discharge him. Okay. When Dude, he's done, when he's ab- done discharging, <laughs> we're gonna discharge him. All right, and then we will just someone's <laughs> got to clean that place up. So go. Hannibal Lecter's walking around here. Just find him and have him clean that up because we have eight people coming who are in serious condition, and we don't need his shit around. In fact, as him. luck as luck would have it, the mop bucket sound starts coming your way. Oh, excellent! And you just there's one squeaky wheel and you don't have to repeat yourself because he was right there apparently and somehow you didn't notice and he's just staring at you and for this one you're gonna make me a contempt roll okay <laughs> uh contempt 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 what showing I, contempt what so I it has a reverse set of results so you get a miss if you roll really high and a hit if you roll really low. And it's uh, you know associated what's awesome? With your heart I have a negative for heart, so I'm good with this. So yes. so let's see. Ha ha! I got a, a three, bitches. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So okay. yeah. the uh, the uh, janitor, his eyes lock with yours. He hears the horror happening on the other side of this room. Uh, EMT Samuel kind of looks at the brief exchange between two of you locked in this duel of stairs, the Count and Hannibal Lecter, and he just kind of like starts slinking away into the background. He just fades to black, and he just disappears from the scene, and then locked are the two eyes of both of you, and for a moment, this old creepy janitor, it looks like his will won't give out, <laughs> but you hold that stare, and you... and. You know he heard what you said. You said he's going to clean that room. <laughs> Someone's doing it and, and he, it's not me. And he, and he just looks at you and he goes. <laughs> he kind of starts moving his mop bucket towards the room. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> I love noir. A page comes out on the radio again for a nurse to triage. Uh, it looks like all of the nurses are kind of running around hectically right now. Um, Dr. Janice Hollow or Dr. Maggie Campbell, I would like for one of you guys to make a role for me, kind of uh, like asserting your authority and getting everybody to, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. So um, I don't know what that would be. It could be. It, there's a, no, there's a there's an assert your authority. Is there? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have one of you guys make me that role. Whoever wants to. Oh, is there? I, I can. I don't think I'm going to be good at it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> she um, comes over in her fucking... It's, it's a regular role plus rapper connection. 
Oh, which okay. would be plus one for everybody. Okay. Um. Except for Doctor Noir. Yeah, I can. I can do that then. Yeah, because I was like, please don't be nerve. That's my shit. Yeah, start. it's not nerve or okay. Well, yeah, I can do that. Um, that's also my shit. An <laughs> you got an eight. Okay, so what you do is you realize the situation is wildly getting out of control. You are going to have eight patients, all of which could be in various stages of like severe or critical conditions. You're not entirely sure. You guys are grossly underprepared for this. So you resort to your training, you resort towards what you've learned at medical school and all of that stuff, and you start delegating responsibility to people. You say, hey, um, you say, uh, Nurse Robin, I need you to go ahead and start prepping the um, trauma room uh, for the animal attack uh, person. Um, Nurse Nick, uh, Nurse Nick, by the way, um, very tall, lanky guy, bald, um, exclusively works overnight, so he's probably seen Dr. Noor quite a bit. Um, he's a very quiet guy, um, but he's he's also really competent. He's very good at his job. Um, he's just super quiet. Like, other than his name, you guys aren't sure you know anything about this man. It's kind of strange. Um, and then there's also one more nurse, so Nurse Sue, who is currently in the process of dealing with this shit. <laughs> and there's also, there's also another nurse, uh, Nurse Felicity. So Nurse Felicity, um, she is a travel nurse. So she is fairly new to this hospital. Um, nobody likes Nurse Felicity, not because of who she is. She's she's fairly nice. She seems to be pretty cordial with everybody. She's trying her best to fit in and get along, but she's also making four times what everybody else is making. Uh, so everybody fucking hates Nurse Felicity. She also, as a travel nurse, isn't entirely sure where everything in the hospital is. She's, you know, oh, well, this isn't how we did it at my hospital. Uh, I'm not sure where this stuff is here. Um, we used a different piece of equipment. So, yeah. So you you kind of assign these various roles. Um, you take one of those nurses uh, with you to triage, Dr. Campbell. So because you had a soft success, the complication is you you dish out enough delegation and you feel bad and then you follow someone to triage. Okay. Um, so you have Nurse Sue, who's the, uh, the, the super veteran lady that's currently knee deep in shit. You have Nurse Robin, who is the very nice uh, strawberry cupcake lady or strawberry shortcake lady. Uh, Nurse Nick, who is the very, very quiet guy, and then Nurse Felicity. Those are your four options. Okay. Um, also, I fucked something up. Actually, it doesn't make a difference. It was an eight, not a nine, because my reputation starts at zero because I have the young tag. Forgot about that completely. Oh, okay. Uh, still still the same, though. Eight, eight versus nine. Right. Um, she will... Um, triage. Uh, she'll grab Nick, actually, because she's... She figures she, he, she's seen him be cool under pressure. Okay. Very well. So um, as you're kind of delegating responsibility, you go over to Nick and you grab him. And after you say, hey, I need you to come to triage with me, um, you recognize that he was like, actually looked like he was doing something that was kind of productive. And you're like, fuck, I should have grabbed something else. But Nick is like, uh, okay. And he starts following you to triage. Um, you guys walk into the triage room and there is a mom and she is very concerned and she's pacing frantically and sitting in a chair in front of you is a little girl who has a pumpkin stuck on her head. It is a literal pumpkin that looks like it was smashed over her head. Yes. <laughs> this is... It's mad. 
That's Man, awesome, Troy. Oh my and god. And the mom goes, Oh my god, you have to help me. My daughter was unconscious. She, she wasn't moving. She wasn't talking. And I can't get this pumpkin off of her head. It's stuck. And I think she's bleeding and she has a concussion. And oh my god, she's gonna okay. die. Hey, so, context for new and viewers. Then the kids like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Context for new viewers. Last year, pretty much one year ago, our kids, our kids on bikes Halloween special, Jess's character smashed a pumpkin over a kid's head and knocked him unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> I was a I was a bully, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, and are, I did my part well. You did, you did great. Yeah. So so uh Dr. Campbell will immediately, you know, bend down to the little one, just start kind of going like that. Hey, it's okay. We're going to, you know, work through this. Uh, she's like, my name's Dr. Maggie. Don't worry. We're going to take that off you right quick. No problem. As you are getting ready to help this patient, you hear the sound of a helicopter landing above on the landing pad of this hospital. You hear the sound of the ER doors swing open and you hear... <clears throat> massive commotion going on and you now have a decision to make you have to either stay with the patient and treat them or you have to go back to the er and deal with this fucking clusterfuck that's about to start where that is, is your... where is uh dr noir because he could deal with the with the helicopter yep so um you are still in the uh er area so mm -hmm. you are available so um dr maggie campbell here's all this happening you see all of this happening so um, you see Casey and Cody, they come wheeling in a uh, patient and this patient is, uh, just, they have gauze everywhere all over them. They've got two IV bags in them of fluid, just, just going in them. And, uh, the patient is like in really, really, really bad shape. You, they, it looks like they got mauled like horrendously. Um, right behind them, uh, you see another, uh, provider, somebody who's, from an adjacent county. Um, you've never seen them before, but they're wheeling in another person who looks very similar. And one of the interesting things about this, uh, as, as you're coming up uh, to these patients that are coming in, they're like, hey, uh, trauma room open. Yes. Can we bring them in there? Yep, it's already open. There's already a nurse in there. So, so they start kind of taking them over there. And uh, Cody the uh, EMT that's there that you recognize. He's the kind of chubby guy that's very sarcastic and stuff. Uh, he comes over to you, Dr. Dorian, because you are you are near them when they're coming in. And as you head to the room and maybe the CNA Bailey goes into the room too. She wasn't doing much of anything. EMT student goes in the room too. Uh, Cody goes, uh, okay, ready for report. Dr. Noir. But, oh yes are you ready are you ready for a report yeah go on so they're they're wheeling these guys in they're in the process of transferring over to the trauma bed um casey is grabbing another bed from a storage closet and bringing it into the same trauma room oh, and he goes uh okay so um we don't know the patient's names uh they're not conscious at the moment they aren't responsive to our questions or anything um We've got some IVs established. We've been pushing fluids. We've done our best to stem the bleeding. Um, Siegfried and Roy is what we're calling them. Uh, they were mauled by a tiger. Uh, a an actual tiger? <laughs> uh, an uh, sorry. Uh, he looks at Casey, and Casey's like, a lion. It was a lion. He's like, right. Siegfried and Roy were mauled by a lion. A real lion. Yes. 
That's I don't know. Excellent. I don't know. Right. <laughs> he just so looks at you and goes, what, I don't what, fucking know. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out later. What's, uh, what major wounds do I have to worry about here? Uh, yeah, bad. Um, his blood pressure is shit over fuck. Um, we've got pressers going. Um, uh, air has been throwing all kinds of like cardiac dysrhythmias. It's really bad. Um, we can stay and help out as much as we can, but we've got to get going. There's more patients that are headed this way. Yeah. Let me get to where's Harrow. 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 Where are, are you? Are you talking about me, Dr. Noir? Yes, there are people dying here. I think we can sort of dispense with formalities. Oh, God. Cody, yeah, these Cody, two are they, really fucked up. Just pick one and he'll just he'll just grab one okay. and just like, okay. expect you to pick the other one. Would this be like a display expertise or something like that? Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to say uh, it will probably be for you, Dr. Hollow. Um, well, you're an intern, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say it would probably be a display expertise for you because you're like an or you're working on becoming an orthopedic doctor. Yeah, but I, I still went to med school, right? Like this, the, the, this guy's yeah, this is your, he needs this like is your blood. Residency. He needs like, yeah. Yeah. This is, like keep, say, this is like keeping them alive basically at this point. Yeah. 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 So this particular patient in a regular setting would need like a trauma surgeon. Um, yeah. right. So I think I'm going to probably... I'm going to make you, Dr. Hollow, make a uh, fake it till you make it roll. Mm, okay. And and then you, Dr. Uh, Dorian, as you guys walk into the room and you go, uh, these guys are both really fucked up. Pick one. Uh, Cody looks at you and he goes, uh, this one's face is pretty fucked up, Doc, if you want that. Oh, I'll deal with that one. <laughs> and he just goes, fucked up. <laughs> I got it. Push this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Just ask any questions. Then, he says, he's just like getting his gloves on and stuff. He's like, I'm right here. Yes. Yeah. I think Dr. Noir, I'm also going to make you make a fake it till you make it roll because what? it's been it's been a hot sex since you've done uh, any sort of life saving trauma surgeries. All right, all right, all right, You're an right. expert plastic surgeon. <laughs> there is a difference. True, true, true. Okay. Dr. Campbell, where are you at right now? So, um, Dr. Campbell wants to because she knows all of this is going on, but she knows it'll be better to help the kid because that's a get in, get out quickly. And we need the space. Mm, okay. Um, and she knows there are other people on staff and she knows she's like, all right, we can get this done in a half an hour. Um, okay. And basically uh, wants to take care of that so that she can help them out easy and then take care of everything else. Okay. Um, so this is feign competence, right, Troy? Yes, correct. Okay. I think there isn't the role fake it till you make it, it's or is it feign competence? No, it's, it's feign competence. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So but it's, it's basically fake it till you make it. Roll plus nerve. nerve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> I did not. I, I got a weak hit. I got a nine. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what we are going to do is um, Casey and uh, Cody are both in the room, and they are both helping you right now, along with the CNA Bailey and the EMT student Samuel. Oh, oh um, sweet rerolls. We got some rerolls if you want, Jess. We I'm gonna keep officially mine. have uh, three rerolls, one thank for you. each of us. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. I will take it. Yeah, thank, thank you. You're ben. using Thanks, yours ben. right now, Dr. Hollow? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, much better. That is an 11. 
Okay. Wow. So, Dr. Hollow, you are completely successful. And Dr. Dorian Noir is only partially successful. Yeah, it says it says actually you fool some of the people around you, choose one person. But but in this context, it might just be a partial success or something along those lines. I think what happens is uh, what happens is this. So, um, Dr. Uh, first of all, both of you guys are going to take one point of stress. Uh, very stressful situation for you both to be in. Um, Dr. Dorian Noir, so you are kind of, uh, you're assessing the patient kind of quickly. You are trying to listen to what uh, Cody is telling you as he's giving you rapport. He's pointing out injuries. You're looking at the monitor as uh uh, the EMT student is getting it hooked up, like getting vitals and stuff like that going for you. It's show on the monitor. Um, the problem with you, though, Dorian, is you kind of hyper focus on the patient's like face. You look at his face and you go into like, oh, my God, reconstructive mode. This is going to be like an incredible thing if I can reconstruct this guy's face. You do that just long enough where you're not focusing on the vitals quite as much and you're not paying attention to the big picture. And this person is losing a lot of blood. Uh, long looking at his face. I don't. Uh, I was gonna say I don't even know what you do when you like don't have identification and you don't have someone's blood type. You either start with like, do you start with like oh, or do you do like a blood or you do like a blood or you do like a blood panel? I don't know how long blood panels take. Yeah. So in a situation like this, in my personal experience, you would give them what the universal donor blood is mm. because a blood panel, a yeah. blood panel will take a while. literally any amount of time that these patients yeah. might not have. Right. So um, as with looking up their medical records. So well, um, we don't have their name. So like. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so Dr. Janice Hollow. You are also out of your comfort zone, but something that you do uh, in this situation that makes you more successful in treating this particular patient is you delegate uh, responsibility to the other people in the room much better than Dr. Dorian Noir does. So you ask uh, the EMT student who you have a rapport with, even though you don't Brian, know Brian, come here. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you, and you get him to start helping Michael. out and you, you tell the you know paramedic Casey, uh, hey, I need you to you know do this. Uh, Bailey, I need you to go grab blood from the, you know, blood bank or whatever, get the trauma supplies ready, all this stuff. So, um, you're ahead of the eight ball, so to speak on that one. Uh, Dr. Maggie Campbell, you made the decision, uh, through some deductive reasoning to treat the patient because it's going to be a quick in and out thing. And, um, you, yeah, you say, you know what, I can get this person in, get them out, no problem, right? Um, you are able to, with the help of Nick, remove the pumpkin from the girl's head. The mom is freaking out because you're cutting the pumpkin off of this little girl's head. Yep. And, uh, and you're doing your best to try to calm down the mom. She's hysterical. Uh, nurse Nick, competent provider, not great with talking. He's not doing anything to try to calm anybody down. He's just working. Um, yeah, but he's getting so, it done. But he's getting, he's it, done getting well. it done. But he is getting it done. He's doing it well. Um, so you're going to suffer a stress from this as well. Okay. When you when you get the pumpkin off of this little girl's head, um, you notice there is a huge, huge lump on her head. And that's kind of concerning to you. You look at that lump and you say, shit, this might not be a quick in and out thing. Um, the little girl says she feels like she's going to throw up. She feels real tired. The mom's like, oh my God. She's looking on her phone at like WebMD. She's like, my daughter has a concussion. She's going to die. And the little girl hears her mom freaking out and starts freaking out too. 
Um, so you are you are stuck in this situation yep. for just a moment. That's okay. What? Okay. Uh, right. And actually, the other aspect of Maggie being young is I ignore the first stress I take in a game. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Solid. I love that. Benefit. Yep. Awesome. Uh, as this is happening, um, you hear those trauma doors open again, and you hear Sue in the lobby go, oh, god damn it, bring them into five and six. And uh, sure enough, you have two more patients that are here, and you hear the sound of sound of vomiting going on. Ugh. Yes. Buckets. Lots of buckets. Dr. Noir, you quickly check your watch, and 12 minutes have gone by since Stromberg said he was on his way. <laughs> oh, come on, Stromberg. All right. Uh, is, is my guy like, well, first of all, is my guy like dying or like, do we get him stabilized and or like, what's up with him? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to say you are currently, uh, you are completely preoccupied with this patient. You are not able to go anywhere else. This patient is taking your undivided attention. Yep. Um, Dr. Janice Hollow, you, however, have secured yourself a little bit more leeway. Um, you get your patient stable enough. Perfect. Where uh, page whoever he needs to go to next. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so he's probably going to stay in the trauma bay, but um, mm -hmm. you are able to grab a nurse to have her, uh, the nurse substitute uh, care for this patient. Great. Perfect. Keep an eye on him and his vitals. <laughs> All right. And it just so happens that it's a uh, nurse. Let's see. Nurse Felicity. Here, watch him. Nurse, nurse Felicity. Yeah, earn your money. Uh, <laughs> oh damn! I didn't say that this... in character. I just said. Oh no! So you sweet. fucking definitely said that in character. All right, you fine. Have... I'm just like trying to keep this. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm trying to keep this guy alive. No. I'm like, yeah. Earn your money. comes in and and she sees this person and she's like, uh, okay. And That's she hesitates we'll a little bit. Yeah, he's and then fucking Doctor Noir says, yeah, and earn your money. And she like looks at the doctor like. Oh. <laughs> He's fine. Ignore that. He does that to everyone. Just monitor his vitals. Make sure he stays stable. Paige, if you need anything, help Dr. Noir if he needs anything else. Dr. Noir, I think you missed a hole or two. I think you're right. He says, he's like, he's like, blood is like he's spreading all in over the him. face with <laughs> arterial bleed. Oh, I love it. Uh, okay, Dr. Janice Hollow, you are now freed up, and there are two more patients that are be being okay. wheeled into beds, uh, rooms five and six. All right, um, I will head that way. Sue kind of looks at you, and she says, I'll start in five, and she's like, I need a smoke. <laughs> she runs into room five, leaving you in room six. Oh, God, okay. <sighs> um, The person that is in the room with this person bringing the patient in is a sheriff's deputy and you recognize him and <laughs> his name is deputy shitstool <laughs> he is affectionately known by many as shitstool although nobody would say that to his face this deputy has very minimal medical training i mean Maybe CPR and maybe basic first aid. That's it. And he uh, looks at you and he says, ah, are you taking care of this patient or? Yes, I, I've got it. You were there on the scene. Yeah. So uh, this uh, this uh, <laughs> shit bag over here was uh, basically being a shit bag. I don't really know. Uh, at a party, having fun. 
doing drugs, doing illegal shit, probably didn't tell his parents, all that stuff. Anyhow, tried to run from me, right? So naturally, I go after him. <laughs> He's like super intense right now. And okay. he goes, he goes, kids fast, I'll give him that. Tasers faster, got him. Two prongs, one in the back, one in the ass, boom, went down, right? <laughs> get him in cuffs, okay. get him up, starts swearing, starts cussing at me. You know, pretty typical disrespectful teen. Dealt with that before, no big deal, right? Go to put him in my car, smacks his head pretty hard on the way in. My mistake. Uh, starts puking blood everywhere. So I don't know. It's probably drugs. Uh, that's what I got for you. Did you <laughs> see at all what they were taking or eating or ingesting? <clears throat> Sorry. He ran and I chased. I just... I'm not an EMT. I'm a cop. Okay. All off. right. Well, we'll take it over <laughs> from here, deputy. You better uh, get back out there. Oh, my God. He's like, <laughs> as he gets ready to leave the room, he looks at him. He goes, hey, maybe next time don't run from the fucking cops and this won't happen. And he's like, I'm going to spark test my taser. And he walks out of the room and in the ER, he's like, <laughs> spark testing his taser as he walks away. God, I hate this. <laughs> He walks out of the ER. <laughs> uh, anyways, you have okay. a patient that is looking very pale. That was special. All right. Hi, I'm Dr. Hollow. Uh, <laughs> you had quite an adventure today. Did you, can, are you able to tell me your name? Can he like, is he? Yeah. So you look at the patient and you're talking to him, kind of assessing him generally. And um, uh, you notice that he is, he's very, very pale. He's very, very sweaty and he's shivering. Ooh, and... Okay. He kind of like, he hears you talking and his eyes track to you, but they move very slowly. Mm -hmm. And he kind of just kind of tries to mutter a couple words, but they're incomprehensible. Ooh, He's got like bright red blood that goes down his mouth and on his shirt as well. Okay. Is this an expertise role? Yeah, I think um, given, I, I think given the, just how grossly understaffed you are, more than an expertise role. More feigning competence. Yes, I'm going to okay. have you do that. And the reason is because typically speaking, the physician will see a patient after they've been kind of triaged, after the nurses yeah. have answered all the questions, they've put in what drugs they need, all that stuff. You're kind of starting, you're the very first yeah. contact with this patient. Yeah. So, yes. I'm just I'll checking that. that he's breathing and conscious and yeah. basic stuff. Uh, that is a eight, so weak hit. Okay. So you kind of start going over and you start kind of hooking up the monitor to this patient. Again, this is not, it's not something that you do very often. You know how to do it, um, but yeah. you're I'm like, not ooh, super quick ooh. at it. Like, yeah. Um, you forgot to you push know, the button. Yeah, yeah. Like you forget <laughs> to turn it on. You get everything on him and you're like, oh my God, that's terrible. And then you're like, oh fuck, I didn't it's turn hard. it on. It's not beating. <laughs> Well, I don't have anything on the monitor. Oh, it's off. Damn it. <laughs> Lightning flashes in the background and loud thunder bangs through the uh, lobby. And it kind of, the lights flicker just a little bit. Uh, and the little girl that's getting the, that just got the pumpkin cut off her head starts to wail. Um, you look at the patient and you, based on what you got, the brief um, description you got from dispatch, you assume it could be some sort of drug or some sort of toxin. Mm -hmm. um, that's the most that you get. You are, you don't, 
you don't know really where to go from here. You're yeah. combing through your memory. Make me a, just make me a standard brains roll. Standard brains roll. Okay. Yeah, so 2d6 <clears throat> plus whatever your brains modifier is. Uh, I got a seven. So weak. Uh, you're like, oh God, I could maybe call the other hospital, the level one trauma center, but they've got a whole shitload of patients going there. Mm -hmm. I don't know I if I'll get through. The best thing that you can think of is you're like, ah, poison control. I'll call poison control and see if they can give me any information. So okay. you you kind of get the patient secured and you're like, oh, I'll be right back. I'm also going to touch base with Nurse Sue and see if her patient maybe was talking and maybe could talk more about what they just ate or sure. adjusted and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, you come out uh, of the room and you're going to uh, talk to Nurse Sue mm -hmm. and uh, she looks at you and she's like, they're, they're not saying anything. I don't know what's going on. They're maybe drugs or something. I'm not entirely sure. She goes, you're a doctor. Do you have any idea what's going on? Unfortunately, Nurse Sue, not a clue. <laughs> mm. I'm going to try calling poison control. She kind of looks at you and she's like... <laughs> she's like, that's probably not right. Okay. And she uh, just like walks away abruptly. Um, Dr. Doctor Campbell, what are you doing? Uh, what's So so? what's the situation with, with, with uh, Tiny Tina over here? Well, so Tiny Tina has a big, big bump on her head and uh, she'll probably need an x-ray. You want to make sure that she doesn't have a brain bleed or anything like that going on. Or uh, not an x-ray, but like an MRI CT scan. Um, the problem is you have two critical trauma patients in the other room that will also need that. So CT is going to be backed up. Um, Thank you. Uh, CT, CT is going to be backed up. You're not really sure what to do in this situation. The definitive care that she needs right now, she can't get because they're going to prioritize the trauma, the critical trauma patients. Okay. Uh, so she will look to uh, Nick and just say, uh, can you uh, run to my office? Right next to my desk, there is a big toy box. Uh, there's a little Polly Pocket house in there. Can you just grab that and all the little Polly Pockets inside and bring it back here? Just real quick. Uh, uh Sure. And he kind of leaves and go he comes back very quickly with it. Yep. He's so, driving down the hall, gives it to you. Perfect. Uh, and then she'll just turn to like, um, head out down to trauma, see if they need anything else. I'll take this from here. Sounds good. Uh, Nick exits the room and uh, the mom looks at you and she goes, a dollhouse? Are you fucking serious? Is this how you treat tr patients that have had traumatic head injuries with dollhouses? So we've got a bunch of other patients here. So right now, until we're able to get her into the MRI, which is just going to be real quick and real easy, we've got some people in line first. So she can just, just want to take a breather, something to oh distract my her with. God, this is outrageous. Is this what I pay tax dollars for? This this publicly funded hospital. This is outrageous. And she's just kind of like storming around being a giant fucking Karen is what she's being. She also goes, also, what is that smell? That is terrible. That is a horrible smell. We have one janitor on staff, man, who is currently working on treating it. If you feel ill, I'd be more than happy to get you a bucket. Oh, shit. Okay. 
Oh, I feel like that could be a role for Mrs. Uh, compassionate. What do we think here? Yeah. Roll contempt. Roll contempt. Roll you're triggering the public librarian! <laughs> <laughs> and as this happens, as that smell starts to permeate, and there's, just cha- there's just chaos. There's people running around everywhere. There's like literally blood on the floor everywhere from people being wheeled in, throwing up blood everywhere and stuff. And you just see the room that Adkins was previously in, and the door opens. <laughs> you see this man in his fucking Hannibal Lecter outfit with a mop, and there's just a tiny piece of shit on his. Oh mouth. god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> he just pops out, and it, and just as Adkins' soul left his body, a piece of this man's soul leaves his body as well. And he just has utter contempt. If you could see him right now, Dr. Dorian, you would think your tires are going to be slashed. <laughs> oh, the snow getting home and dragging out on his car. Yeah. Oh, God. I love it. Uh, what did you get for your contempt I roll, didn't roll, Dr. Kennedy? I wanted to make sure. Uh, so, not good because I rolled an 11. Yeah, so that's very bad. So that's a terrible failure. Um, she, uh, mm, yeah, if wants to talk to someone him, in charge and gets to talk to Doctor Noir. Yes, that's what she does. She, she insists. I got you back. On, she insists on talking. She's like, I want to talk to the CEO of this hospital. You treat patients this way. This is how you talk to patients. My daughter could be. She could have a brain bleed. She could be dying right now. And you're going to tell me to throw up in a bucket. Get me your CEO now. And she like screams at you to do this. I would be more than happy to give him a call. However, he does live at least an hour away and is not on call for tonight. Now. She just ignores her and looks at the little girl. And she says, all right, hon. Everything is going to be okay. You're just going to have a little headache. We're going to take you in for a picture of your head in just a little bit. But there's other people in line before you. So have some fun. Try and breathe. I'll find you some Halloween candy, okay? She kind of like sniffles a little and wipes pumpkin guts off her face. All right. <laughs> she'll, she'll she'll give her a little towel and help kind of wipe. So you are doing so good. All right. I'll come back for you in a little bit. Okay, friend? Okay. Okay. And she turns and heads off and just like... You need a stress from that too. Take another stress. You have to take a stress. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dealing with a Karen. Dealing with a fucking Karen, bro. Love That's it. Worse uh, than also, we apologize in advance to any Karens out there. No, we don't. Fuck you. <laughs> no, people named yeah. Karen. People yes. named Karen. There, Not the, Karen's there are people. Karens named Karen who aren't yes. Karens, but. Yes. Real Karens who fit the meme. Yes. Fuck you, people. If, you're, if your name is Karen, we apologize. If you are a Karen, Fuck you. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Good distinction, Dr. Noir. Yes. Uh, At this point, Dr. Hollow. I'm sorry, Dr. Noir, it's been a hot sec since we've been to you. Yeah, is this guy going to die or live? Like, whatever, I got shit to do. (laughs) Plug him up. Come on. So you, um, you know what? That's a great question. As you are assessing this person and uh, the CNA Bailey is kind of standing there not doing much um samuel's looking at you like can i get a blanket or something like what, can i help you doctor what do you need which one is, what does samuel do now bailey's a cna he, so she's he's like, a student yes. oh, yeah right 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 samuel's a student yeah right uh, right yeah, samuel here, is here. an emt student do, do, you, have, do you have gloves on 
Yeah, of course, yes. Right, yep, good. Stick your finger here. He just grabs his hand and like sticks it in something to like stop the guy from putting it. <laughs> oh, put like, pressure. Just, just hold it there. Put pressure Apply on pressure. it. Apply pressure. Right. He holds. He holds pressure, and where you're having him hold pressure is on the inside of this man's thigh, which was spurting blood. And that's um, the femoral artery. That's you know that right? If he didn't, you didn't, you did. Okay. He says, yeah, he says, Doc. Um, I, I don't feel a pulse. I think there's supposed to be a pulse here, right? Femoral artery. You just said it. Wait, and uh, you, look, you look over at the monitor and you, you go to, you know, check a pulse yeah. on the guys and you look at the monitor and, and sure as shit, you see little beats, little beats, little beats. And then it goes, oh, and you have a patient that's coding in the room. When you get press a button or something and call some people in, like zap the No, stuff, that's right? you. That's you. Shit, you're like at a crash cart. Yeah. Right. It's you. You're the doctor. <laughs> the person they would be code. calling is you. Right. Code red. Uh, code red is paged over the uh, intercom in the ER for trauma bay room one. And, and I'm like, uh, oh, wait, that's me. That's correct. They would be calling you. you. <laughs> and then I'll be like, fuck. All right. I'll grab the, I'll just uh, get the little crash cart and boom. Zap yeah, this guy. So you, you're working with it's you. You've got you, an EMT student, and a CNA in the room right now. Oh, um, uh, I think Nurse Robin. Nurse Robin walks in too. Oh, she she's the first to run in when she hears the code red. She's yeah. like, "Oh God, Doc, what do you need?" She's like got blood on her like strawberry cupcake outfit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of blends in. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like not strawberry jam. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, wait. Quickly, he's he's flatlining. He's lots of blood lost. We need some. We don't know the blood type. We need some O okay. in here, and okay. we need to shock him. So I'll shock him. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just want to shock um, him either way. So I'm, I'm shocking this man regardless of if he needs it or not. <laughs> oh God, I love it. If he lives, um, he will remember it. If he dies, I tried. So totally, uh, so totally like unrelated. This is obviously so. The cool thing about this is it's a medical drama, but like you don't need to know anything about yeah. medicine. Yeah, which clearly I don't. Yeah, because it's funny because in character for Doctor Dorian Noir, this person on the monitor is showing just a flat line, which is called a systole, which is a non-shockable <laughs> cardiac rhythm. So oh. doctors like clear. <laughs> <laughs> It just it works perfectly. We're gonna be very, very thorough. We're gonna try good. everything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Throw the kitchen sink at him. That's right. This is how <laughs> noir, this is how like rolls. Okay. Drugs. Drugs. What do we got? Give him some, we got some heroin. Give him that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nurse Robin is I mean, Nurse Robin is doing her very best. She's grabbing blood. She's hooking it up to the IVs. She's you know, you're like, oh you. EMT student Bob, hand here. He's like, one hand here, one hand here, one foot here. He's Musical like, chairs like, with this guy. Trying to establish I love it. Hey, pick up your heavy ass textbook. Put it here. Takes one of the spikes out of his dog collar and it's just like sticks it in something. Dr. Campbell is as you are walking out of your out of the room, you hear the code red get called in the trauma bay. Um, you see Nurse Robin run in. Um, you see Nurse. You see the CNA Bailey run out. <laughs> You're not sure. She's not moving with a ton of purpose. She's heading in a direction. Okay. Um, what do you do? You see Doctor Janice Hollow is currently on the phone at the physician's desk. Okay. Is in control. <laughs> um, how many other patients are there that need? Attending? So at, at this point. 
Um, another patient came in that was vomiting blood. Every bed is now full, and you have three more patients that last you knew were still headed your direction. Do I need okay. to roll something here to see if this guy dies or what? Yes, you will. Give me just a quick. Da, da, da. Is, uh, is Buzz Lightyear still here, or because I know he went in for his X-ray? Is he still here? We'll uh, we'll say he's back in the room right now, and he is he is just kind of waiting for discharge paperwork. It wasn't broken. Um, someone just okay. needs to write him a script for some pain meds. And yep, so she'll do that. That way, they can free up a bed for the person coming in. Uh, give him his little bag. She'll she'll just find like a bunch of Reese's and put them in a little goodie bag. Um, You're fine. Here's drugs. Here's candy. <laughs> there's there's probably like one room where there's just like abandoned piles of candy. It's literally like passes the bag of Reese's to the child, passes the script to the mom, and she'll, you know, she'll try and keep the, the calm. Just like, all right, you know, gonna give this to your mom, gonna go grab this, and she'll just kind of, you know, explain to the mom what it is. That'll make your ankle feel better. You might not be able to walk so well tonight, but give it a couple days rest, put some ice on it, stack it up on a couple pillows when you're sitting on the couch or in bed, and she'll then like pull out the candy. Happy Halloween, bud. The mom, the boy lights up when you give him Halloween candy, and the mom <laughs> looks at you, and she's kind of reviewing the discharge paperwork real quick, and she asks you a couple quick questions about the medication yeah. that you gave, and uh, she looks at you and she says, Man, you guys are really busy right now, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, but, you know, we got everything under control. She says, well, thank you so much for being so professional and so compassionate to my son, despite the craziness going on. She goes, I really appreciate it, and I'm going to make sure that I that I write a letter to your supervisor or whoever <laughs> She's I can. Gonna, I'm going to cry. <laughs> she just starts weeping. So, yeah, just like after that, it. it's like, this is why I love my job. This is why I love my job. It's like, and she'll just like, oh, no, no, of course. Listen, I'm always happy to help. That's what we're here for. So. She's like, thank you so much. And she she's like, all right, come on, buddy. And she, she grabs her boy and he kind of like hops out. Thanks again, Doc. <laughs> like they're walking out and you made his night. Um, and then as soon as they're leaving, she's just like, Okay, get this room clean and get the new person in. <laughs> room needs to be clean first, though. It's got to be turned that's what over. I, that's what I meant by cleared out, yeah. Okay, so um, you're like, where is Jeffrey? <laughs> As you're looking around for the janitor, you just hear there. And there's a mop bucket coming And she, she turns and she locks eyes with him and she goes, this is going to be the easiest clean of the night. Can you do me a quick favor? And she just points to the room behind her. <laughs> Little guy just had a sprained ankle. Just got to do a quick clean down before we can get the next person in. Thank you. And she just right. heads off in the next direction. He looks very pale. Okay. <laughs> he walks into that's the why room she's like, he, that's why she's like, he just had a sprained ankle. It's okay. <laughs> like, he has clearly suffered more stress than any of you in this moment. <laughs> His character is one stress away from dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Okay, so he's working on getting the room turned. Um, there is a patient that was brought in. Uh, there's just kind of a person that's standing there. He's got fire pants on. He's got a shirt that says one of the little, it says Gray County Volunteer Fire Department. He's standing there and he's like, uh, can I give you patient report? We've, yeah, we've got to go. we got more patients. He yep, goes, we're, okay, um, we're cleaning out the window. 
he goes, okay, um, so we've got here, he kind of looks at you and he says, um, uh, this right here is Tony Finks. Um, Tony Finks was having a party uh, tonight at his parents' house. Um, his parents were out of town. Uh, I guess there were a lot of people there. Uh, Tony said that he he started feeling not so great at the party, fell down through a table. He's got a little bit of a couple lacerations and abrasions on his side from that. And he said shortly after that, he started throwing up what looks like bright red blood. Um, that's all I got. I don't I don't have any medical history or anything. It was we were just kind of just go, go, go. He goes, I'm yeah, not, I don't no, even really normally do this. No, I super and, appreciate it. And the patient is kind of in the bed and he's like, like holding his side and he like coughs a bit more and pukes a little bit more of this like bright red. And uh, he's very, very sweaty. He's kind of shivering as well. And he looks at you and he goes, oh, help me, doc. All right. We got it. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. I just look kind of looks like, did you <clears throat> eat anything out of the ordinary? Drink anything out of the ordinary? Ooh, I want you to make me a roll for this. I don't know if there's a role that is most similar to investigation. There's Maybe like a... act professionally. I, I yeah. don't know. I would yeah. say it's probably either act professionally or show compassion. Ooh. I'll give you show compassion because I know you. I'll take my plus bunch. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that is an eight. You're assuming this friend, this guy, and all his friends were like tasered and beat by my deputy <laughs> shitstool <laughs> for breaking the law. So you you try a different approach and you try being empathetic and compassionate to this person. And deputy shitstool is a great guy. He's just a little rough around the edges sometimes. Um, but yeah, you you talk to him and you're like, did you eat anything out of the ordinary? Um, anything like that? And he's like, I mean, we were all drinking a lot. There was like punch. Um, we had like jello shots, Jaeger bombs. There were like snacks and stuff. I, I don't really know. And there's something about his demeanor that makes you think maybe he's not telling you everything. Um, we are going to pivot to Dr. Janice Hollow. You have been on the phone with the Poison Control Center now for about two and a half minutes. Here and are the symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, somebody picks up the phone and they say, <laughs> they say, uh, thank you for calling the poison control hotline. Uh, this is agent Stanley, uh, number 0774156. I have to let you know that this is a recorded line and the recordings may be used for training, uh, purposes. What can I help you with today? Whom am I speaking with? Hi, this is Dr. Janice Hollow from Gray County Medical Center. Uh, we have a couple patients that have come in uh, displaying strange symptoms. Uh, we believe it to be some sort of toxin or poison. Uh, we're hoping that you can identify what it is from the symptoms provided. He says, absolutely would be happy to help with that. Just one minute here. And you hear keyboard typing. Okay, yeah. On. And he goes, a little bit of an emergency, so if you could do your best. Absolutely understand. I am uh, working on that. Here's a couple Sips things coffee. I can throw out here. <laughs> like, yeah. Files now. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> um, he, uh, he says, oh, for patient's name and date of birth. 
Uh, we do not have the patient's name or date of birth. Oh, okay. Um, just a moment, please. <laughs> Your call is important for us. Thank you for continuing the hold. <laughs> you you have value. You are worth it. <laughs> Today is going to be a great day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. This hurts physically. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Okay, um, go ahead uh, with the uh, patient's symptoms and presentations. Sure. Very pale, uh, shivering. I'll just list off the symptoms. Vomiting, blood, blah, 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 blah. He says, okay. Um, I just have a list of questions I have to go through and ask you here. Um... And he just starts rattling off yeah. just like a shitload of questions. Like, where is your geographical location? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like patient demographic, all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, after probably another five minutes on the phone with this guy, you're like, shit is exploding around you. There's like people running everywhere. Like every time you see Robin, her poor strawberry shortcake outfit is just more strawberry. There's just blood oh, everywhere. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, like Nick still hasn't said a word to anybody. He's just like going around, just like kicking ass, just, just like bringing people shit, doing stuff, starting IVs, pushing drugs, just like kicking ass. Nick, um, go double check Doctor seen... Noir's work. Oh, <laughs> oh, cold shit, cold. Um, do you actually say that to him as you're on the phone? Maybe. Okay, no, that's we're, perfect. We're in... <laughs> Uh, let's see. That would be, that's not going to be an asserting authority because it's, uh, oh God, what should that be? Can, can you make a rapport role, a reputation role? Not reputation. I'm sorry. Connect, uh, connection. Uh, I can. Yes. That is something that yeah, I'll have you here. do that. Make a, make a connection role. I think I have plus two actually with, 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 doc, is it with Nick or Dr. Noir? That I'm rolling for. Uh, with Nick. With Nick. Okay. Uh, that is a seven. He uh, he kind of stops what he's doing. You notice he has like a tray full of things, and he's like, "Okay." And he places the tray down, <laughs> and he goes and walks into the trauma room. And it's like it seems like every time none of you oh, have been together yet, because it's always somebody else. But he's in the middle of doing something probably very productive and vital. Yeah, <laughs> he always gets interrupted for some bullshit. He's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> goes and walks. Can, we, can I make that roll now? Because if he dies, Boom. if Nick yeah. walks in no, the no, room, no, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me make the roll first. Oh. Do my because if oh, he good. dies, I want to like while yes. he's walking and walk out and just be like, this one died, and just like go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Make your roll. All right. It's gonna I- be a uh a, a competency role, a um so expertise. Yes, expertise roll. All right, so that's plus brains, right? Yep. Uh you actually don't know. Yes, expertise okay, is plus brains. Right, this guy is just, what's going for this guy is that uh I'm good at that, and that is a 10. Ooh, wow, strong Yeah, yeah. So what has happened is you have delegated to the EMT student, Samuel, so much hold pressure here on these key spots (laughs) that you, and you've shocked this unshockable rhythm. (laughs) 
and Robin came in with all the drugs and just started slamming like Epi, Epi, Amy, Epi. <laughs> just like boom, boom, boom. And miraculously, this guy, the first one to notice is the fucking EMT student who's holding pressure on a femoral artery with his left foot. And he goes, I think I feel a pulse yeah, again. So while, while we're doing that too, Dr. Noir is like, I bring you closer to God. <laughs> so just, I'm shocking him. I'm shocking him in the rhythm to Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, the guy he's got a he has a pulse on the monitor again, and uh, you are you are finally in the process of somewhat stabilizing. This Ooh, all right, excellent. You, Nick walks in, and you're afforded a moment to leave the room if Nick, Nick takes over. Perfect timing. I'll just tell him that like I brought this man back from the brink of very brink of death. He was clearly seeing Oswald Deus himself as he dangled over hell, but I have saved him. Get him stabilized. I have much to do, and I just like walk out. <laughs> Nick just has like more shit in his hands and he's just like he looks at Robin like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> and as I walk out I just see I see I see Harrow Dr. Howard I'm like I saved one Harrow that's one <laughs> it's like, where's the next one how many do you have tonight Christian I need to know are you purposefully mispronouncing her name or are you fucking up by accident um I will yes. fuck up yes. purposely okay yeah. I just let it know yeah that's funny. As you leave the room, too, you hear Nick go, I'm switching to days. <laughs> uh, perfect. So, CDC, Dr. Janice Hollow, you have been on the phone now for a total of between waiting and all of the generic answers and all that stuff. You have been on the phone now for probably 15 minutes. And the other three patients that they said were coming... They're here and they're in the hallway. Two of them are in the hallway. One is in the room that, that Jeffrey just finished cleaning. And they're all in various states of vomiting bright red. And they all have very similar symptoms. And the CDC, or not CDC, I'm sorry, the Poison Control Center says, um, Miss, uh, or doctor, sorry, we, uh, we believe that this toxin uh, is either some sort of cleaning product or um, organic compound. <laughs> Narrows it down. Which encompasses like fucking everything. Oh, so okay. basically after 15 minutes, this guy was a fucking total waste of time. Okay. <laughs> he, says, he says, I recommend um, treating the patient uh, based on their symptoms according to your local protocols and department's SOPs. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go ahead and uh, I, I want you to see if you can stay cool under under this because you just wasted a whole bunch of fucking time. Um, so take one stress from this. Oh, okay. And also. Uh, Is that a guts roll? Is that a heart roll? Yeah. No, a nerve roll. It's definitely a nerve roll. Nerve roll. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got a five. Nope. I got a four. <laughs> oh, God. You. This guy got on your last nerve. So. You hang up the phone, and then the next person that you interact with, you're going to explode on. It just so happens to Dr. Noir. I saved one, girl. You hang up the phone. And he says your name wrong. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. All right, get it, Dr. Hollow. How's this go? One? Dr. Noir, we have like 10 patients here. God, there's only nine left. Keep going. Do your job. 
<laughs> What's wrong with you? He says as he just walks to the next one. <laughs> oh my god. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, I love it. Meanwhile, um, I hate Maggie, Halloween. You are in the room with uh with what did I say, Tony? Tony, Tony thinks. Yeah. Tony thinks. And you feel like maybe he is not giving you all of the information. <laughs> that yeah. So she's gonna kind of you know, she's obviously still taking while taking care of him, like doing all the basic like checking tab vital yeah. just doing all that whatever mm-hmm. she's also just going to be kind of talking to him casually and she'll be like you know like i know a lot of parties can get out of hand if certain substances are around and listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell anyone anything you're not comfortable with me telling them i just want to know everything that happened so that i can best make you and the others here feel better so if there's something that you took that might have contributed to this i really need to know and she's basically trying to convince him she's like i'm not basically like i'm not gonna tell your parents did you do drugs right he uh he kind of asks you to like come a little closer and you notice maybe he's getting a little more lethargic you're not really sure you you move a little closer to him and you kind of glance over at the monitor and you notice that his heart rate is steadily climbing. It's getting much faster. His heart rate is in like the 160s right now. And as you get a little closer, he uh, he looks at you and he his he's again he's shivering. He's pouring sweat. His body is just saturated with sweat. And he looks at you and he says, "We were. I mean, we smoked a little weed and." We had some some mushrooms. We had some LSD at the party. And he uh, and he looks at you and he's like, Doc, am I going to die? And he starts to cough a little bit. And you notice that his eyes start to bleed. And I think I'll have you go ahead and make me a uh, oh, either a guts or a nerve roll on that one. I'm going to go with guts. Guts, okay. Uh, she's actually, that's one of her plus ones. Okay. Uh, cause she deals with children and children excrete all of the bodily fluids. That's true. I'm going to use my re-roll that Ben gave yes. me. Yes. Yes. Love those re-rolls guys. Thank you. Uh, it's only a six. Oh no. Is that a partial success? No, that's, no. that's no. just a fail. It's a little failure. To be a seven. He goes, doc, am I going to die? And... As he says that, he kind of his eyes start to roll back into his head, and he uh, he starts to seize on you. He starts to have a seizure in front oh of you. Boy. And and you're gonna take uh, you're gonna take another point of stress from that one. Yep. And now you are in the room with someone who is actively seizing by yourself. Yep, uh, Doctor Noir. You're I, over here I Sarah don't know what the fuck I'm able to do, but Doctor Campbell no, does. That's okay. So yeah. she's going to just start doing what's necessary. Perfect. You start going to action and uh, make me a expertise role. You are uh, long in your residency a little bit. You are a pediatrician. You have dealt with seizures before in pediatric patients, and you know exactly what to do. That's an 11. Ooh. Nice. No, exactly nice. what to do. You go into action, Sarah. You are over here. You get his. You get the patient's airway secured. You make sure to like pad the area around him so he's not gonna like smack his head or roll off the bed or anything like that. Um, 
and uh, you you grab the appropriate medications. You grab some Versed or whatever to try to stop his seizure. You put him on a cardiac monitor because his heart rate's going through the roof. And you're just you're working quick. You are super focused. And um, perhaps you think back to an incident where you weren't able to save somebody, and that that rings in your head. And you you spend a lot of time like fixating on that moment and what you could have changed and what you could have fixed. And all of those things are very clear in your mind as you're as you're just kicking ass and totally, totally succeeding at dealing with this very critical patient right now. Um, yeah, at this point, um, I'm going to say the mom walks out of that room that her daughter was in and she goes, um, excuse me, uh, is there a doctor around that I can talk to? And either Dr. Janice Hollow or Dr. Noir, you're both in kind of like the Dr. Central Noir area. Just, walked out, just walked out and is like, he's on a high. And he sees that, yeah, he's like, I don't know what's wrong with Howell, but I'll deal with this one. And he's just, <laughs> he's just like, yes, madame, what, what can I help you with? She says, oh, thank you so much. Um, she says, my daughter is, she was hit in the head. She has a massive bump on her head. I'm afraid she might have some sort of bleeding or something going on. I don't know. Can I just? I really, really would like someone to help me. I know you guys are busy, but can you can you please help? She says I've been nothing but patient and respectful and courteous, and I understand your situation. Can you please help? I didn't hear any of what happened because I was no. in. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, let me. <laughs> he looks around and is like blood spraying and chaos and, and it is just like you're the only one. You're the only one that can help right now, Doctor. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But like. Clearly, also, there's other people who need me, right? Right. So, right. so I'm just going to be like, let me take a quick look, okay? And I'll just take a quick look at the little girl and I'll be like, hey. She's like playing with her dolls and she's like, and she looks at you and she's kind of like, you're right. <laughs> she goes, I get hit with a pumpkin. Who would do she's such a thing to a darling girl? Pumpkin guts in her hair. What sort of horrible person would smash a pumpkin over a darling child's head? Smashing pumpkins on a child's head. Horrible. Another child, clearly. <laughs> clearly some awful, awful child. So I'm just going to like, I'll do like the, you know, like the like shine the flashlight in her eye shit. Like, you know, the basic like concussion kind of like make, check real quick. Make, make me a compassion check. Uh, I'm not Would good at that. Not your strong point. <laughs> no, not not at all. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a five. Okay, so um, what happens is the mom, who was very polite and courteous to you, she thinks that you like. I don't know. She thinks you like inappropriately like. Did something to her kid, oh, like just her kid, like screams or something, and she just loses her shit and she starts screaming and she's like, "I'm gonna sue this hospital. This is fucking ridiculous." She turns into Karen again and she grabs her kid and she says, "We're leaving, and if my daughter dies, it's gonna be your licenses and it's gonna be your asses." And she just like, in the little kid. So like, she has to sign a discharge paper on her own if she leaves. Yeah, so she's leaving and she's refusing to sign any paperwork. So. <laughs> I don't know what the protocol would be about that. And yeah, I, and unfortunately, you've got you've got a lot of sick people here that need your attention right now. <laughs> so I'm going to act with contempt towards her, but in a good okay. way. All right, and I'm okay. going to be like, "Madam, 
I just plugged up someone whose face was ripped off by a lion. There are people <laughs> shitting and puking blood all over the place out here. Your daughter got hit in the head with a pumpkin. The janitor She'll goes, <laughs> She'll be fine. You need to sit yourself down with your two wide cheekbones, your disgusting complexion, and your awful, <laughs> awful lips, and shut the fuck up. We will get to your kid when we do. Oh, shit. Go ahead and make me a contempt roll. Now, that actually, like, my, my minus Stop actually benefits me here. Yeah, Right, does. right. Uh, so that is a, uh, a six. Yes. That's so I think a, that's a partial hit. success, that's right? Yeah. No. So, no. Yeah. So what yeah. happens is um, she, you kind of put her in check, okay? Um, and uh, she does sign the paperwork. She says, you know, give me the paperwork. I'll sign the paperwork. Just anything to get out of this godforsaken place. And she signs the paperwork. And um, But uh, Robin, the nurse, is coming out of the room that she was in. And um, she kind of heard that exchange. Is she, she still covered in blood? She, oh, more, even more this time. And uh, she, she heard the previous is just gonna exchange. Be full carry. She heard the previous exchange that uh, that you had with that Adkins guy, and she heard this exchange too. As she's coming out of the room, and um, after the lady kind of starts to walk away, um, Nurse Robin looks like really uncomfortable with you. She's like doesn't know what to do. This and, is the one uh, I dunked on about not making money, right? Or making no. money. Robin's the really man. nice, compassionate nurse. And uh, she kind of like, she hurriedly starts moving in a different direction. And she quickly stops by uh, where you are, Janice Hollow. And she says, I don't know how much more of this I can take. Dr. Noir's out of control. What 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 did he do now? Just have you heard the way he's talking to patients? We're gonna get sued. She's like, can you maybe say something to him? She's like the little the little fucking strawberry shortcake thing on her head is like <laughs> bouncing like it's on a little spring. <laughs> All right, uh, go take care of the patient in uh, the trauma room four. Uh, I will go talk to him. I've got it. I've got a handle on it. Okay. She Thank goes you for telling me. At this at this point, as you are making your way towards Dr. Noir, um, Nurse Sue walks into the room with you, uh, uh, Dr. Campbell, and uh, Cody and Casey are back, and they also both make their way towards the room that you're in that has the patient that's actively seizing. And uh, they all kind of really without direction, they just kind of start helping out. You're obviously getting like IVs going and, and pushing drugs and that kind of stuff. And, um, and God, does Casey smell good? You're like, oh my God. It's a breath <laughs> of fresh air. He smells oh like God. man in aqua de Gio. <laughs> <laughs> As he just comes in with his fucking perfectly suave hair and his chiseled body. <laughs> um, and, uh, you guys kind of get, you get the patient stabilized. You let them know the patient started seizing, bleeding from their eyes. Um, Sue comes up to you and says one of the other patients that came in at roughly the same time also started bleeding from their eyes and seizing. Oh, God. And they're like, we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to find out what these people had so that we can... She's like, I drew I drew blood. She's like, I drew blood from five out of the six patients. She's like, I've been running around like a madman. Nick was supposed to be helping me with labs. I don't know where he is right now. 
it's so it's like pissed not having any shit right now she's like but it's gonna take a lot of time for lab work to come back i i don't know we need to ask them what kind of drugs they took these kids god damn it she's uh, like where's that deputy and she's Tony, like uh, he let me know actually before he kind of started seizing um there was uh marijuana involved shrooms and lsd <clears throat> as well as a number of alcoholic drinks uh very possible that some were mixed Okay. What were your two um your two special moves, Sarah? I know one was because you were young, you could ignore stress. What was the other one? Uh so that was just because of my tag. Um so my the my two moves are winning bedside manner, which just gives me plus one to heart. And the okay. other one is white coat. So it's I think it's like when I hold on, let me pull the resident page back up. Oh, it's um, when you when you fake it or whatever. When I think your patient still believes you. The patients always trust me. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Okay. I think, um, okay. So you're trying to kind of piece together some information. Um, Casey and Cody were on scene at the house. They are kind of trying to, they're talking to you, like just saying things that they saw, things that were going on. They're trying to work with you. Sue leaves the room pretty quick. She's got to finish labs yep. and running around and all this shit. And she's like, I need a cigarette. <laughs> she like goes like, Runs out to go do we more shit. We all do. Um, as this is happening, Dr. Janice Hollow, you oh, make dear. your way towards the entrance to the ER where Dr. Noir is seeing out this Karen bitch that just signed the, you know, whatever <clears throat> non-disclosure form or refusal or whatever for treatment. Yeah. And, refusal uh, of treatment. Yeah. And uh, you, the two of you are alone in a moment of there is chaos all around. Um, but in this little area of the ER, it, it is quiet. And then again, lightning flashes through the window. The lights flicker a little bit and thunder rumbles. So Noir just like sees her out and he's just like, good night. Yep. Ta. And then, uh, he turns around and he sees, he sees, uh, Dr. Hollow and he's just like, Oh, what a night. Yes. Dr. Noir, a quick word, please. Yeah. Wait, will. Everything. What? I understand things are very hectic right now, but did I did I hear that you were talking inappropriately to a number of patients tonight? What? No, why? Okay, well... Just that one, but she was a bitch, who cares? <laughs> I mean, we have a... We, we took an oath as a doctor, and we have a reputation to uphold. Uh, my reputation is impeccable. <laughs> just I, I know... She starts walking back. Dr. Noir, I understand yours is, and you can go anywhere and have patients, but the rest of ours are not. Our jobs are on the line here. I came here for a reason. As this is happening, the conversation is naturally escalating in volume, and unbeknownst to you, people kind of stop doing what they're doing just a little bit, and they start listening to the exchange that is going on. Continue. So uh, he goes... I understand what you're saying. I do. I really do. But we have 10 people in there who are really, really, really hurt. And while I understand that bedside manner is important, and I wish I had Maggie's, I really do. But sometimes we have to look at where we're needed more than we think about people's feelings. Sir, with all due respect, there is a way to be authoritative and stern without being insulting. 
Did you see that woman's cheekbones? No, I unfortunately did not see <laughs> they that. They were awful. It would have taken me at least three surgeries to correct them. <laughs> Those are the kind of comments you keep to yourself, Dr. This is the truth. This is what it is. I think we don't what know I will, genetics. I think at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you guys make opposing roles. And I would like for. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is a battle of like guts, honestly, right now. So Ooh. I want. Oh, I'm I just want, a zero. I, want I don't know who you are. I'm a plus one. Okay. okay. But might... That's good, though. But that's good because a guts roll is whoever has the most guts. So yeah. I'm going to have you guys both. Yeah. Okay. Both roll guts. I got a 10. After this exchange, as things kind of come to a close, you guys don't you don't agree on any one particular thing. You both kind of leave and the tension is high. However, everybody else in the hospital has lost just a little respect for uh, Dr. Doria Noir and has gained a little respect for Dr. Janice Hall. Very so fair. you would, in a longer campaign, I would have you guys change your uh, reputation uh, mm-hmm. respectively. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, Dorian, you nice. would lose one and, and Janice Hall, you would gain Mine one. actually so. can't drop that much because I'm the best in my field. It can't it can't drop in regards to your specific um, correct medical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which is all he cares people, about, really. I mean it's like, you know, that's true. Super, that's superficial true. plastic surgeon. Like, you know, the reason I'm being like such an asshole and have such horrible bedside matter is he's in a position, unlike like normal practicing doctors, he can right. pick and choose who he works with. Right. He's very exactly. used to being like, no, you're he's, a bit, you're, you suck. I don't want to deal with you. Yeah. Like, go away. He's the, mo- and, he's the money maker yeah, of and, the and hospital. And he also is right. He has like his parking space, like Dragula's Park, like right next to the CEO's Maserati. And they probably like play golf together. So, yeah. yeah. He's the money so maker. there yeah. is a, as this, as this tension comes to a head and you guys briefly part ways, you see numerous other patients you are going and assessing the other patients trying to get to the ones that haven't displayed these later symptoms and that kind of stuff and i would like the three of you to all um make what i will let you make whatever role you would like so more than likely whatever your highest role is um trying to get to the bottom of what exactly these folks consumed and i want you guys to describe how you do that to me okay so pick whatever role you want. Explain to me how that's going to be how you find out information from a patient. I'm going to use my brains. I was trying to think of a way I could work in one of my specialties, actually, because that would help a lot. Because you get another plus one if you use a specialty, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah. And also you guys can push, right? We can push roles. Oh, well, I guess uh, some of you re-rolled, which... Yeah. Well, I don't know if it counts as a push, though. Push, push is just a plus one. Yeah, push is just is just getting that plus one. I think from your specialty. That's exactly that's what I was referring to. So, okay. uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Ah, you know what? I'm going to use brains, and I have music as a specialty. All right. So okay. I'm actually going to actually going to try to work in some bedside manner and find some of these kids and be like, you know, like massive golfing. Golf and goth is such an absurd image. It really is Ray and stuff. He has like a skull think, on the golf cart. Um, I I'm going like to um, try to rapport with these kids and be like, oh, hey, what do you listen to? Oh, yeah, Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, cool. And then just kind of like like build up a rapport and be like, listen, like, what do you what do you take? Like, yeah, what'd you take? Like, you okay. kind of like do that thing. But while they like talk, I'm going to try to think like when they're like, oh, we did we, we did LSD. I'm using my brains to be like, oh, did that? Like, you know, how would this react with that? And like, 
And not for nothing. Yeah. I, well, actually, this is probably unfair for me to say. It was my initial cognitive bias, but I was like, I feel like people that get plastic surgeries probably use designer drugs a lot. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't that's know. But it's, 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 it's a stereotype, <laughs> but we don't know. You know, hey, I don't know anyone who's, who's done that. So, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Real- Hold your role. Yep. Dr. Uh, Campbell, how are you going? What are you going to use and how are you going to try to get to the bottom of what's going on? Um, so I'm going to try and use heart and it's the same strategy that she, she did with Tony, where she's basically going to just try and the, Hey, I'm not going to tell anyone. I actually can't tell anyone, you know, I want to know so that, you know, I can help. Um, and I don't know if this would come into play. One of my specialties is languages. So I imagine that she, um, is, uh, I'm going to say trilingual. Okay. Um, English, yeah. Spanish, and I'll say Portuguese. Okay. Yeah, um, I think we can absolutely so maybe use that, that. I don't know if that could help with sure. communication. You find, so what happens is you find um, someone who appears to be of Hispanic descent, and after talking to them very briefly, you confirm that, and then you kind of start talking to them in Spanish, and you realize that it it kind of calms their nerves. You build a little bit better rapport. So I will let you use that that as well. So that just gives a plus one to the roll. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um. So go ahead and roll, but don't tell me what it is. And then, uh, Doctor Janice Hollow, what are you doing? I am just going to use brains and try and search like the medical internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, like, yeah. Medical journals. You are seething right now. You are very worked up and you head to the computer and you're like, all right, poison control center, what you got? (laughs) But you just, yeah, you start, you start going through some information. You actually process some of the information that the, this um, poison control hotline gave you. Mm. And you're like, okay, organic Organic compounds, chemical cleaners. They probably weren't drinking bleach organic compounds and then you're like okay he asked me like what geographical region are we in what well you start going through all these questions that he asked you and you start to you start to kind of try to piece that together i just picture the meme with that lady with all the geometry and shit yeah yeah that's dr hollow right now (laughs) okay everybody go ahead give me your roll and then everybody let me know what you roll oh fuck yeah a 13 christian yep God damn. What did you get, Dr. Campbell? 12. 12. We got a 13, a 12, and an 11. Okay, so here is what happens. All all three of you are in separate parts of the hospital, and you are all doing your best to, to try to come up with what the hell is going on, right? Um, Maggie, you... Actually, I'm sorry. So, Doctor Janice Hollow, you are the uh, you've got the lesser yeah. of the role, still incredibly impressive, um, and you are looking at um, the ge- geographical location and kind of what um, what is going on and this and that, and um, you piece together um, something about mushrooms in this region and certain mushrooms that can be very toxic and very lethal. And you're and you look at this and you start looking up kind of symptoms and that kind of stuff. Um, Maggie, you, um, this person that you're with spills the beans regarding some of the drugs that they took and stuff. And they said one of the people that brought drugs to the party was kind of shady. They didn't really, nobody really knew him. Um, they brought mushrooms to the party, but 
Um, people were also taking LSD and stuff like that. And this person says that they they took the mushrooms, but they didn't take any LSD and they didn't trip at all. They're like, I didn't have a trip. I wasn't oh. high or anything. It was kind of unfortunate. Okay. And then Dr. Dorian Noir, you uh, are talking it up with, you know, someone who likes, I don't know, Slayer or some shit. <laughs> and um, I'm like, yeah, I and, saw them. Uh, yeah, yeah. And turns out that this is the only person that was at the party that knew the guy that brought drugs, that brought the mushrooms. And he's talking about how um, he spills the beans to you that he knew that the person didn't have like legit psilocybin mushrooms and just tried to sell them like regular mushrooms, hoping no- nobody would know what they were. Just like shit he picked out of the woods. Yep. Yeah. Foraged. Oh, oh all, yeah. All three of you with these, you come to the same conclusion using different methods and you guys all come together, all converge. And you realize that these people took, um, what is the, uh, it's got such a fucking badass name. Is this the Minnesota edible mushroom, Troy? No, but I no. Sent you? no. <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, death cap mushrooms. Hell yeah. Love it. Okay. So you believe that these people took death cap mushrooms, which can cause um, all kinds of like renal failure, kidney failure, multi-organ system failure, oh. seizures, um, oh tachycardia. Hell yeah. yeah. All this stuff. So you guys come to this conclusion. Um, you you start coordinating like, okay, we've got a call. Like we need to treat these call people with these particular control. remedies. <laughs> so okay, let me so, just click read that. So you guys start piecing together this stuff. Go ahead, Sarah. No, I was just gonna say. I, so I just looked it up just because out of curiosity. This is making me very happy because the. Part, the first part of the scientific name for death calf mushrooms is Amanita, which is the name of my D&D character who I named because it was a kind of poisonous mushroom. Nice. Oh, no shit. This is the I one that. night the dog boy's not here. He's in this oh, room. No. Oh, he can watch <laughs> the recording. I actually now, so like medical story that Christian knows, I actually know think I know some of the treatment of this. When I was in college, I knew someone who was like, I know how to forage, dude. I'm like a like earthy, crunchy, hippie dude. I know what I'm doing. Ate the wrong mushrooms. Okay. Spent like a whole semester in the hospital, lost part of their small intestine and was like, they were like feeding them charcoal to like get, wow. that was the initial treatment was like, eat this charcoal to like flush it Holy out. Shit, so it would dude. like get absorbed into the charcoal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms are no joke. I'm no, sad. Rainy no, 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 no. I know. I was thinking that. I was yeah. like, oh, Rainy, all these um, mushrooms. So you guys get to the bottom of this. Um, you are able to miraculously stabilize all of the patients. Nobody dies, which is incredible given the situation and the circumstances. Um Dr. Uh, Dr. Stromberg gets there uh, after you guys have solved the mystery and he, he comes running in the ER. Like he's like covered in sweat, just sprinting full speed. He's got his like lab coat. It's all dirty and shit. He was like, it looks like he was running through the woods or something. <laughs> then he gets there and he's like, okay, like where, where do you need me? How can I help? And you guys are just like, all like, we got it all figured out, all taken, all taken care of. Right. Um, as uh, as the shift starts winding to an end, 
the patients are stabilized. They are uh, the larger hospital starts to kind of turn beds. You start to transfer some of the patients to the bigger hospital. It's a more appropriate level of care facility. Um, and before you know it, like four or five, six hours go by. It's it's about six o'clock in the morning. The sun is just starting to peek through the crowds. And uh, there's just this big giant pile of candy that nobody's touched at the nurse's station. And everybody gets off shift in 30 minutes. People are tired. People are covered in blood. Some people are pissed. Sue smoked an entire pack and a half of Camel non-filters. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what do you guys all do? I'm going to grab some candy and smoke a clove cigarette. Yes. <laughs> I'll give you some blow off some steam points for that. Hell like, yeah. Does anyone want to do an eating competition in five minutes? <laughs> I'm down. Eat. Dr. Noir. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why not? This is personal. <laughs> listen, no, listen, listen, listen. About Slides the, almond joys his way. Yeah, about before. I Lips just, chocolate laxatives. No, come on. I'm trying to apologize here. Listen, listen, Dr. Hollow. I'm I'm sorry. All right. I uh You said my name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. It was just you're right. I appreciate that, Dr. Noir. Sometimes I forget that. In general practice, we have to put up with more than I have to. I'm actually very fortunate in, in what I do that I, I can pick and choose who I work with. And I, you know, have a short temper because of that. So also, I don't like our staff being mistreated by people. Yeah, I mean, sometimes a more professional demeanor is helpful for everyone, including the staff environment here. Probably correct. But if anything comes of it, you know, just I'll, I'll take it on the chin. I don't care. What are they going to do to me? Dr. Campbell. <laughs> Sneaks a couple of Kit Kats off the candy table. And... Just kind of sits down in the, the little office area and just like closes her eyes and just leans back and just really slowly eats a Kit Kat and just takes a breath. <laughs> just the just the real slow emergency chocolate. As all of you are in your various stages of eating chocolate. Did you um, really slip and wax it of chocolate? No. Okay. Dr. Maggie. Dr. Maggie Campbell eating her Kit Kat slowly and reflectively. Um J Janice, Dr. Janice Hollow and Dr. Dorian Noir eating chocolate together at light speed. Yeah, so he's like, he's like, all right, so no. now what do I do? I just like stuff it all the way in and like he's like getting pointers on speed eating. You just have two minutes to eat as much as possible. You gotta strategize. Right. I need some music for this. And he just like puts his phone down and he pulls up some nine inch nails. Okay. <laughs> with 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 five minutes left in your guys' shift, everybody is dog tired. This is the hardest shift you guys have worked in your life, and everybody is feeling it right now in the ER. Even the EMT student is like, he's just like, has his book open and is he's just sleeping in his book, and no one's giving him shit for it right nope. now. Nope. 
He did. The good. tone goes off on the intercom. Oh fuck you, it Troy! Says, it says. It says. Uh, attention! Attention! Uh, uh, code red. Uh, patient uh, ETA estimated ten minutes. Uh, or it says two patients ETA estimated ten minutes. Um, one patient uh, blunt force trauma to the head. Another patient, um, unresponsive, appeared to have choked on a sweet potato. And at this point in time, you look at Dr. Stromberg with five minutes left, and you say, not my not my circus, that not my monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, That's outside. So yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Try. All right, guys. That's where that's where we're gonna go ahead oh and end this session. I for hope reference, for, uh, for reference, because that's something that occurred off stream, although we reference it constantly. But Troy, one of the early early experience I had playing with Troy was in it was was in a game <laughs> in which we were, we were playing um Blades in the Dark. Blades in the Dark, and we're outside like kind of like casing the joint while Sarah and Amber's characters are breaking into this like fortress. And Troy's thing was just like, Ronnie starts choking on a sweet potato. To cause a distraction. To cause a distraction. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I have this amount of turns to live. <laughs> I impose this on myself. Yep. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you everyone. No, We're getting awesome. some. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we hope we did the ward justice. So shout out, uh, shout out to the folks that are in the process of making this a full, um, I guess, full RPG. Yeah, Magpie, Magpie yeah. Games. Yep. Mag Magpie yes. Games. Can't wait to see uh, what comes of it. I had a lot of fun playing it. I could see where this would also be a great game to have over an extended period. Um, it could also be played as a very episodic thing. And I think it mentions that in the, uh, in the actual um, book as well. Um, but yeah, uh, once again, shout out to all of the first responders out there too. So thank you so much for what you do. Um, it's easy for us to kind of make light of some of the things that are seen, but in reality, we know that you guys see and deal with some of the worst stuff too. So it's nice to know that, uh, you are appreciated and we all appreciate everything that you do. So, uh, right. from all of us here at DMs After Dark, thank you so much. Um, Sarah, you want to hit us with the outro? All right. What, do we have any <laughs> announcements, Sarah? Um, uh, no, I believe, if I'm correct, our next stream on November 4th, if I, is this our yes. in-person yeah. stream? It is. We're going to we, try. Are we doing it live? Yep. I think we're going to Live try. in person. Oh, wow. So right. obviously, this is a big different, this is a different experiment for us. We are going to try and stream it live. We... I uh, cannot 100% guarantee because we're not 100% sure, but we are going to try and stream Dread live. Uh, Troy will be in our area, and so we're all going to get together as a group and play Dread, yeah. which if you don't know what it is, it is a horror game that uses a Jenga tower as the mechanic. Is Amber running, I think? Yes, yeah. Amber is running. Yep. Amber yep. will be running. Uh, and then she'll be writing the one shot after that too, won't yeah, uh, she? Not a oh, one shot; a it's series. a series, actually. Uh, Crossroads Carnival, which is also from Magpie Games. So yeah, yep, so Magpie, Magpie Games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be getting a lot of Amber over the next couple of weeks, which is going to be super fun. And we're going to have both halves of Blissbot in two weeks, which pray that it all works. Chaos. So stream can enjoy it with us. Yeah, it's going to be so much chaos. Um, so we've got a lot of really cool stuff coming up for the end of the year. We're very excited. Um, but yeah, that is us for tonight. Um, so you can uh, follow us on all of the social medias at DMs After Dark. We are also on all of the podcast apps under DMs After Dark. 
where you can listen to the audio versions of these uh, live recordings, our podcast, podcast, Modified Roles. An episode just dropped, was it, did it drop today? Dropped today. Correct? Yep. yep. St. Bailey's. Bailey's, Ben Bailey on with, was a guest. So thank you, Ben. Yeah. Yep. We talked about Rules Light RPGs with Ben Bailey, who is the, folk, the, the gentleman that created uh, Short Order Apocalypse and Midnight Codex, cool. which we've just played. Um, very, and very good stuff. And which drops on Halloween. Coming on Halloween, That's 10 right. days to the Kickstarter launches. Yep. Very exciting. Um, and and uh, the, the podcast feed also has whatever little other random shenanigans we throw in there because we feel like it. Um, you can uh, follow us here on Twitch if you like. Following is free. If you feel like supporting us and you have Amazon Prime, you can give us five of Jeff Bezos's dollars. Uh, and really, three- we need it more than he does. <laughs> True. This is yeah. true. It's, he needs so $5 it, like a death cap mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you already have Prime, it costs you nothing. And it tells us you love us and we love you. So thank you very much. Uh, all of your uh, subscriptions that people have amazingly, lovingly donated to us go right back into the stream. It helps us pay for equipment and it helps us keep our podcast hosted on all of the apps uh, that we use it on. So the the subscription support really, really means a lot to us. It helps us keep this running and us doing this thing we really enjoy. So uh, you can also email us at dmsafterdark at gmail.com. Uh, I like to, so I'll say question of the week. Uh, what's the weirdest medical symptom you've ever heard of? Ooh, Gross us out. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I don't read the emails. Someone else does. Yeah, yeah, thanks. thanks. Yeah, Christian's going to get a lot of pictures of shit in people's heads. Please don't send just us like pictures. Collapsed assholes, like Please don't send, don't send us pictures for this one. Just describe. Um, <laughs> sometimes right, I say things I shouldn't. Yeah, hey, listen. Do. Hey, listen, guys, everybody. Not all superheroes wear capes. Peace. Uh, until next time everyone (laughs) all right until next time thank your local first responder yeah Yeah, absolutely thank you have a good night everyone and next time we see you it'll be after halloween so happy halloween motherfuckers we love you they spooky bitches don't be spooky yes good night good night